goes like, I got fired. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Shin, dun, dun, dun. Shin, dun, dun. Oh my god, I can I never, that trailer hands down will always haunt me in my dreams the rest of my life. But anyway, that's the trailer for the for a different movie. But people, welcome to Flacco Presents. I'm your usual usual host, Flacco, and I got, of course, my usual guest, Marla. Hey, sorry, I'm trying to move this. You're trying to move what? This uh, further, so I won't have to. I'm trying to keep my the the bucket. Yes. Okay. So I'm trying. All right, there you go. You comfortable? Yeah, I'm comfortable. You sure? Yeah. You positive? Yeah. You are P-O-S-I-T-I-V-E. I got that right, right? Positive? That's how you spell positive? <laughs> I dosed that for a second when you were... <laughs> Man. No, okay. All right, whatever. Sorry, sorry. I think I got it right. People, we're here to do another review for a new movie that just come out. Um, It's a new... The new Jordan Peele movie, Nope. Directed by, of course, the genius and interesting director himself, Jordan Peele. And it, it stars Kiki Palmer, Daniel Kaluuya, Stephen Young, um, Brandon, 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 Perilla, and Michael Wincott. Oh, oh, I forgot. And also uh, Keith David. And oh, yeah. yeah, huh? He was in the movie. Yeah, Keith David was in the movie. And, um, and, uh, yeah. So, um, we're gonna talk about this film. Uh, I, I, uh, of course, I want to talk about the synopsis. So, uh, the synopsis, uh, the synopsis for this film is basically about, um, you know, Daniel Kaluuya, Kiki Palmer, and their, their dad has, like, a, ran- a horse ranch kind of business going on, right? That's just, you know, that's just kind of their thing. Uh, one, and then after the mysterious... But then after his dad died from a weird, mysterious death, um, a death caused by something that came from the sky, ever since that happened, Daniel Kaluuya and Kiki Palmer got together just to figure out what exactly killed the dad and figured out what's going on. And once they found out that they're, when the, once they find out what exactly is up in the sky, it is up to them to capture on video and expose it to the world and what exactly they found and, and stuff. Doing it because, again, they want to... Uh, they're doing it because, again... Just for the sake of exposing it, but also mostly because of the fact that they need them. They feel like if they expose... F- capture it on camera or just on a picture and expose it to the world, they might actually ha- get the money to save their... <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm so sorry, people. Um, to ex- And once they expose it to the world, they can probably get some of that money to save their horse ranching kind of business. So... Yeah, pretty simple. Like, plot-wise, pretty simple, pretty straightforward, that kind of stuff. Um, so, the last film that Jordan Peele did uh, before Nope was uh, the movie Us. And and we all know, everyone knows Jordan Peele. I mean, I'm, uh, at least people that, like, uh, a good people, a good amount of people know Jordan Peele is. Um, before he did these movies, he was, you know, of course, uh, he was mostly well-known for his comedy skits in uh, um, Key and Peele. Um, have you, by any chance, ever heard of Keenan Bill? Like, have you ever seen clips from... It's a comedy show that him and, um... And, um... What's that guy's name? Um, Keenan? Do, do, do you... No? You know... Have you ever seen their skits? No? No. Really? No. Never? Ah, okay. Well, Jordan Peele was known for his comedy. Like, yeah. he's a comedy on comedy on the Comedy Central channel. 
or, or network and stuff like that. He was there were the guys that did the voice behind the stuffed animals in Toy Story Four. Mm. That was that was that was Jordan Peele and Keenan. Oh, and Keenan Tom, Thompson. I see. Yeah. <laughs> so you never seen their stuff? No, no. I think I did, but I must have forgotten. Oh, okay. Because yeah. I, I I knew them because of that, but like I didn't watch the show. I just seen I just seen clips here and there on YouTube and like a few friends might show them their skits and stuff. So I'm like, oh, okay, like, that's Jordan Peele. And then, but be, but then I always, but then, um, at, but then after those skit stuff, that's when Jordan Peele wanted to do horror movies, and that's when the movie Get Out came out, and that's when, you know, after Get Out, that's when the movie Us came out, and stuff, so, uh, so, yeah, man, I've always, Jordan Peele's movies have always been very interesting, and, um, and really cool, and stuff, but what are you doing? Sorry, I'm just trying to do this. Why? I don't know. I'm talking to you. Yeah. Angel, I'm listening. Okay. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm listening. Okay, okay, okay. Because yeah. I'm not just talking to the people, I'm talking to you as well. Yeah. Just let you know that. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Okay, all right. No, what? Yeah, no. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, I'm just making sure. Um, but anyway, yeah, he was, uh, because of those movies, he kind of became a big name. So, Jordan Peele just has become one of those directors where, like, every time he makes, uh, every time he announces him again, a movie, people are like, oh, is that new Jordan Peele movie coming out, you know? Uh, all that kind of stuff, and yeah, he did prove to, prove to be a really good, well, um, a, a, a very, very interesting director after Get Out. And ever since I saw Get Out, I was like, I do want to see his other stuff, you know. And he's that also that kind of director where every time he makes a new movie, there's always something different. There's always something different he makes. You know, every single movie he makes is always something very different and stuff. But I, I and I, I do want to say that I think the big problem with people is that ever since his Get Out, he made Get Out. He's that kind of director where people expect him to make the same thing, something as something just like Get Out. But I, I think people need to understand that not every movie makes is not going to be like Get Out. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yes, yeah, so I think that that's the reason why every time he makes a new thing, people always feel weird about it. They're like, oh, it's not Get Out, but it's not like Get Out. And it's like, guys, people need to understand. He's not. He has different ideas. He has different ideas. He's not going to make the same movie over yeah. and over again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Um, but I do want to. I do want to go in deep with that later. Uh, Later on in the review and, and stuff, but then, um, but yeah, once but when he announced that this movie was coming out, it the the thing about I like about Jordan Peele is that Jordan Peele is the kind of guy where every time they announce a new movie's coming out, he's always very vague about what his new movie's about. He never likes to talk. He would show a poster of his new movie and that's it, like that's, that's it. And it. you and you'd be like, what? Like I remember after Get Out, the the poster of Us came out, and I remember I was kind of like. What is this about? People were asking what it's about, and he's like, I'm not gonna say it. Just wait till the trailer comes out. Yeah. And I remember the poster of us was the poster of one of the character one of the clone characters with the red outfit and the glove and the scissors. And I was like, What the heck? Yeah, yeah so it's from that poster, you're just kinda like, what? So it was just like, what? And that's when the trailer comes out, and you're like, whoa, like, okay, this is very interesting. You know what I'm saying? Same thing, same thing with Nope. Yeah. He did not. That we did not know what Noah was about. It was just a poster. It was a. It was a, a poster of the environment, like on a hill that's all a blue background and a cloud. That's it. Yeah, I had to be confused. I'm like, okay, what's this about? Like a cloud. Mm -hmm. And not to mention that you mentioned the actors are going to be featured. I'm um, going to be in the movie, and I was like, oh, mm. this cast is pretty good. Yeah, I always thought the casting was really cool because they announced Kika Palmer was going to be in it. They, yeah. Daniel Kaluuya who. Worked with Jordan Peele already in, in Get Out. And then they say Stephen Young's gonna be in this. So I was like, what? Stephen Young? 
And then they said, and then and then Brandon P, P, P Brandon Pierre 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 Brandon Pierre Brandon Perry Perry. I am sorry, people. I am sorry. I I oh, oh my god, I'm stuttering. I'm sorry, people. But Brandon P, Brandon Pierre Pierre Pierre. Yeah, that's. I'm sorry. Uh, and then I remember people made a big deal when they announced a Bar Barbie. Uh, Barbie Ferreira, Fer Fer Ferreira was gonna be in it. Um, who was known for playing as uh, what's her name, Cat from yeah. uh, Euphoria? And then they made it sound like they made it act like they made it look like she was gonna be a big deal in the film. And then when you watch the movie, it's like she was oh, like, unseen. Yeah, she just didn't want to see. We'll, mm -hmm. we'll, yeah, we'll we'll get to that later. But uh, but um, but yeah, man. And then when they, once they released the trailer, you're like, oh. Because I remember when they finally released the trailer, I was like, okay, heck yeah. And then once we saw the trailer and see what's really what's going on, it's like, oh, hmm. Like when the first trailer came out, it was like, okay, like, what is it exactly? You know what I'm saying? And I remember people made theories that it was aliens or whatever, this and that. And then later on, when you watch the second trailer, which showed wait, a bit too much, in my opinion, showed a bit too much. And I feel like, and I think you agree with this too. Yeah, it that, showed a bit too much. Yeah, the but second part, trailer showed too much. But part of me was like, wait a minute, this is Jordan Peele. So like, what if there's something that we're not something seeing? Something that we're not seeing. So when the second trailer came out, I was trying to analyze everything. Mm -hmm. I was trying to see what does this mean? Wait, what if it wasn't this or that? Mm -hmm. But of course, I was like, you know what? Let me just watch. Because I remember the theory, the theory you had was that what if it wasn't aliens? It was like, it was people. People, or, or and like this is. What if they're trying to secretly try and experiment something, mm -hmm. and it's just their way of trying to get away with it, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like for them to just to blend in and then mm -hmm. just take what they need without mm -hmm. getting in trouble, like, like creating a lie, like they're pretending to make it look like it is aliens abducting people, but no, it was just yeah. humans. Just and like... I know people are going to be saying that that's generic because we might have seen that show. We might have seen that. Don't, I don't was, think wasn't so. there ever like a movie or a show where? Um, mm -hmm. There's a flying saucer, like for example, there's a flying saucer there, and people think that it's aliens. But it's like people. But it's actually people. Do you think there was ever? I don't. I can't think of a show or movie that's done that, but that would be a very interesting twist. But I think what would make it work is if the reveal of, of what exactly the humans are doing, like what are they experimenting on, then then it would be a very interesting twist. But if it's like, oh, we're just capturing people because. Something I don't. It just depends on the reasoning why they're doing it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But but anyway, hey, but hey, but that twist thought it, that could have been a really interesting twist. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna lie. That theory of yours that could have been an interesting twist. Um, but but even though the, the second trailer did show too much, it still had us thinking like, okay, but what what exactly like what exactly is really going on besides the obvious that there's an alien UFO stuff going on? Like, what exactly really is going on? You know? So now that we finally watched it. I saw the movie twice. You saw the movie once. only once. So the first time I watched it, I watched it with a very good friend of mine. Um, and the second time I watched it, I watched it uh, with you guys and stuff. So, um, yeah. And so, yeah. And what do we think of the film? Well, we'll get to that in in, in, the, in a few segments. In, in, in one of the segments or, or whatever you want to call it. So, uh, yeah. So before we get to like the heavy, heavy spoilers with the plot details and the themes and all that kind of stuff, I do want to I do want to cover like some like the like the tone, the soundtrack, the sound design, and the cinematography. You know, like the the the, the you know the production yeah. stuff. You know, um, in in the acting and stuff. So I gotta say, 
the tone for this film was very it's a very the the tones the way Jordan Peele handles the tone of this film was really really well done it's a balance of thriller sci-fi adventure and also in a little bit elements of like horror yeah uh, definitely like or at least like mostly suspense or and all that kind of stuff you know um and he did a really good job with that because um because like we said since the second trailer of the film showed a lot, the second trailer just showed the adventure side of it. You know, like like I noticed like in the first trailer, they only like show like the the the, the suspense, creepy vibe it's gonna have. Yeah. And the second trailer is showed more the adventure side of of, of this film, kind of like the action adventure side of yeah. this film. So then that's when you I remember how like like we like 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 we just said that there's also something that he's not showing us. So now after watching the film. It definitely has a... The tone is very action-adventure, but also thriller and suspense. Mm-hmm. Just, you know what I'm saying? Just from the way they try to... Like, the adventure stuff, because... And the reason why I say sci-fi adventure, because of the way they try to... The, the many techniques and way they try to capture the UFO on film, and all that stuff, all these stuff they have to go through, and everything to, like, the thriller stuff, like the mystery of, like, the danger of them not trying to get caught by the UFO... And when it comes to the horror elements, the horror elements, the horror elements come in when it comes to the UFO catching people. That's when the movie see the. That's when the horror elements come in, like the deaths and the like the the, the like the deaths and horror and like the deaths and the traumatizing stuff that the characters go through, you know, including a certain character's backstory, which we'll get to a bit later. Because the way the film starts out, it starts out already with a very creepy kind of vibe. You know, with that great, with that really weird flashback of that character's backstory with the chip, which we'll get to in the next sec, in the next segment. But from from that part, I was like, "Whoa!" Like, mm-hmm. yeah, we're already, we're already, like, this is already getting creepy. And so, because I remember, and I was already, I already knew there was gonna be a weird chimpanzee subplot. The reason why, because when I remember in the trailer, if you pay attention, there was a weird snippet of a chimpanzee wearing their tux. And looking like he was presenting like a show, but also seeing him jumping over like a, this like a stage. So I was like, "What the heck is that all about?" And I remember also from reviews, a lot of people said there's a weird subplot uh, uh, surrounding the chimps. So I was like, "All right, I'm a little interested in what this subplot is going to be." And once they showed it in the movie, that's when I was like, "All right, this is very interesting." The whole subplot with the chimp, hands down, is is like one of the horror elements of of, of the film. And stuff like so, yeah. I do feel like Jordan Peele here again does a really interesting, and also some of the comedy helps, and some of the comedy actually works in this film mm-hmm. too. And so, because I heard some people say like, "Oh, it's very mm, the comedy was just hit or miss for me." I thought the comedy was really well done. Cause it's pretty good. It's actually it's not like cringe, like it's not like cringe worthy mm-hmm. comedy. It's some like something that's very like kind of like funny like how do I explain this it, it comes out natural natural that's, yeah. that, that's the right yeah, word yeah it's not it, they don't again it, they don't stop the film to have two characters doing a really annoying corny comedy comedic and bit going on no sometimes no. the jokes doesn't even last long yeah, yeah and but here's the thing even though there's moments where they're very comedic they again they come out they come off natural and, and it's really well done the jokes are funny they're really funny you know and so especially when it comes to the uh, characters like, for example, like characters like Kiki Palmer and Brendan Perilla. Even though Daniel Kaluuya's character OJ is supposed to be the serious one, characters like characters like um, I'm trying to get Kiki Palmer's name. Um, characters like 
um, 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 Emerald, um, Emerald, Emerald, and Angel. Those two characters are the ones I, I, for me, I think are kind of funny because of how relatable they are, but how fun they can be. While well, the Clues character, OJ, is kind of a more serious type, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it makes sense why, because that's just all the characters, you know, and that's when... And the acting, I do have to say, the acting for all the performances, like, everybody in this film, are really, really good. Like, Kiki, Kiki Palmer's amazing in it, Daniel Clue is amazing in it, Stephen Young, Brandon Pereira, and even Michael, Michael Wincott. Even he's really good. And which, by the way, I did not know he was going to be in the movie. Mm-hmm. And, like, I didn't recognize him until I found out that he's the same guy who plays the main villain in The Crow. Which I was like, oh, he's a really good actor. So I was like, okay, yeah. The acting was very, very well done. Everybody was really, really good and stuff. Everybody was, everybody was really good in this film. Um, Cinematography-wise, it looks really good. It looks amazing. Like... This this movie definitely has a big budget. Like Jordan Peele was not lying when he said that he wanted this movie to be like a big budget, like blockbustery kind of film, and he was not lying. Because yeah. if you compare compare this to something like Get Out, I think that's the difference between his early movies and this movie, like something like Get Out and Nope. Is that it makes sense why Get Out looks cheap because it was made by Blumhouse. Because you know the same studios yes. that are known for making a lot of horror movies, such as of course Paranormal Activity and other cheap horror movies. So it makes sense why that movie had a low budget, but because that movie was such a super huge success, and Jordan Peele has a big name. It makes sense why Jordan Peele has quickly is now making big budget films. Like us, us definitely had a big budget. Like it has like a medium, like a semi big budget. But this movie has a way bigger budget than his other movies. So it makes sense why the cinematography looks really good. Like from in, during the daytime, the nighttime looks really good. There's a lot of huge shots of like. There's a lot of scenes where some of the shots are very. I'm trying, I'm trying, it's been a while since I learned a lot of these film terms because film class, it's been a while, so forgive me people, I'll get this stuff wrong, but like, there's a lot of shots of like landscapes of like the fields and the mountains and like, there's a lot of like wide, like wide shots, there's a lot of, there's a lot of really good wide shots of like them in the field running away from the UFO and everything with the cameras and everything like that, you know what I mean? All the kind of, but there's also really interesting small, mini, small shots of like characters just simply sitting down. Talking to each other, you know, like, especially that scene when, um, there was that really interesting shot. Like, it's a simple shot, but for me, I'm a sucker for, like, for, like, small, sh- like, simple shots that actually look really cool, you know? Where they were in the chicken, that chicken restaurant, where they were, eating, they were like, eating, like, the food or whatever, mm-hmm. and, and at the diner and stuff like that. It was a really cool shot right there, you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. It was really well shot. It was weird. It was also really well lit. Like, in the nighttime, the lighting still looks kind of good, you know? Like, it's so dark. But you can still see what's going on, you know what I mean? And that's how well lit it is, you know what I'm saying? That's how the nighttime scenes look. Like, it looked really, really good. Um, sound design. The sound design is amazing in this movie. It's a, a lot of... like it, Some of the sound design, especially when it comes to the UFO, really reminds me of Blade Runner 2049. You know what I'm talking about. Because yeah. when we first watched it, it was a lot of... Like, a lot of sounds. But the difference in this film... In this film, there's a lot of sound designs of like when it comes to the UFO, you either hear a lot loud, weird drone sound or just sounds of just screams. Echoing. Echo echo sounds. And yeah, it makes yeah. you wonder, like you as the audience, like, oh my god, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. It's scary, huh? Like, just, yeah. like that's how well done the sound design. Like just how loud and creepy just the sounds from the UFO sound. Like again, you hear it went from the the sounds of horse screams. The sounds are just people screaming in general. And it's just like, bro. And it's, again, this, again, this whole thing is so 
and this whole UFO is such a mystery. You don't even know what's going on inside of the UFO because in the but you just know there's something going on in the UFO because of the screams and stuff. So yeah, that's how well done the sound design is. Even the scene when like the UFO was literally on top of the house and pooping out all the materials, like all the metal and crap that it accidentally ate, and the whole loud sounds and all kind of stuff. You know, just. That's when the sound design shines. It's just when it comes to the UFO mm-hmm. and and you know and all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, but even like the small mini sounds of like the horse of him getting the horse gear ready and all that kind of stuff, you know. So um, yeah, even the soundtrack. The soundtrack is really good. Like I'm trying to. I think the soundtrack was made by. Um, it was like I I couldn't be wrong, but I think it was made by a guy named Michael. I think the guy who made the soundtrack was Michael Abels. Michael Abels. Let me see. Let me try to find the soundtrack. Soundtrack. Who made the soundtrack? Who made the soundtrack? Michael 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 Abels. That's his name. Yes, I was right. Michael Abels did a good job with the soundtrack because the soundtrack definitely gave a low key. I could definitely see why people were comparing this to something like Tremors or Jaws or Close Encounters or Close Encounters. Like not just from the stuff that happens in the film and the tone, but also just the music. The music reminds. The music has a balance of. Uh, adventure kind of music, but also suspense kind of music. You know what I mean? It, like it reminds me of like 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 it also has a few. It definitely has the music. Also, definitely has some western kind of vibes. Because yeah. if you think about it, this film, is kind of a western. Like besides it being a, sci- a sci-fi thriller with a little bit of horror elements, it's you can also consider it a western since it takes place in the desert. It's about horse ranch people and the desert and riding horses while trying to track down this UFO. And everything, so it's like it definitely had, like, especially towards the third act when they had like, the whole final, that final confrontation with the UFO. The music definitely sounds like some very, very western, like very western vibes. I'm like, I like that and, and and stuff. It also reminds me of kind of again, it reminds me of Jaws with like the heroic music, but also the suspense kind of music. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So yeah, man, like yeah, like the just the soundtrack is really, really, really good. Like re- I, I love the soundtrack. And stuff, but um, yeah, man. And again, um, I'm trying to figure out what else I can I can think of. Um, hmm. Sorry, no, there's something wrong with my nose. I'm sorry, people. Uh, yeah, that's all I can say when it comes to, like the minor stuff, like like the production mm-hmm. stuff, you know. Um, yeah, I think that's all I can think of yeah. for right now. Um, I'm trying, I'm trying to think. Is there something else? Like some other examples? Is there any other examples that you thought of like, that were? Like certain shots or certain scene where it was well shot or a certain moment where the music thought was really good or this where the sound design was really good. No, I I don't think I can think of any. Are you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Are you sure? Yeah. You okay, okay. Because I know you got something. You got because I know because I want to let you at least say something for at least for this second. No, but I think that's about yeah. You sure? Yeah. Okay. All right. So. Now we can get to the heavy spoilers and the heavy plot details and stuff. Okay. So the reason why Keith David on um wasn't really in the film that much, because I mean the trailer kind of showed it, but like the big reason why he's in the film that much, because in the very beginning of the film, like after that random weird flashback, like the random flashback of the chimp and stuff, uh, or at least the snippet, the snippet of the flashback of, of the chimp. Um, that's when Keith David just kind of dies in that one scene when, uh, he was, like, on the, on the white horse ghost, his, uh, the white horse ghost, 
and um and uh, Daniel Kaluuya's character OJ was just out doing you know doing his ranch thingy, you know, getting the horses ready, all that kind of stuff. And that is when it started to rain, um, just random object like objects like keys, plastic, me like metal pieces in general. And then since it was falling hecka fast, that's the reason. And that because of the fact that those objects were falling from the sky hecka fast, that that was the reason why Keith David was killed by literally having a coin falling into his head and it went through his skull and that's why he ended up getting knocked out and fell from his horse and that's when we see the see and that's when it transitioned to oj having the car and he was rushing to the hospital and while they're rushing to the hospital he's trying to talk to his dad make sure he's still alive trying to have him basically trying to find a way to not have him pass out and die on it that's why he's asking questions like 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 what are all the names of the horses and in like, order oh. to keep himself alive right yeah like like you know how I'm, yeah like exactly not to have him pass out because if he passes out like there's probably chance he's not gonna wake up and then mm -hmm. die you know so it makes sense why he's asking him like hey 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 dad like tell me all the names of the horses we got and he's like oh we got lucky ghost this this and that and I'm like all right yeah keep talking keep talking and all that kind of stuff and he's just right there bleeding so yeah from the so yeah besides that random snippet of the chimp flashback it, it, this already is becoming kind of like not scary but sad to watch but he's literally right there dying and his son is like trying his best to rush to the hospital and make sure he goes to the hospital alive but uh sadly it was too late like he he, he died right there and yeah because and i remember they even showed the background and the reason we know that he was hit by a coin or a quarter or whatever was because they showed the x-rays of what was inside of his head and they also had like a plastic bag of like the bloody coin and everything so because of that yeah oj just you know eh, oj was pretty sad at that moment you know it's like you know he witnessed his own dad dying you know so you just kind of like dang so you already you're kind of like oh dang this is kind of sad and shocking like bro that, that sucks and that's when the film kind of like time skips and to like months later and showing him doing a job at a tv set trying to do a commercial Involving his horse Lucky, who was the black horse, and as they're in the TV, and as they're on the TV set, um, they kind of hinted that they mentioned it briefly that like the dad was supposed to go on to be in the commercial, but, but since he's dead, that's why they have the son do it instead. Now, OJ's not really doing so when OJ when he's there, just from that moment when. He, just from the scene where he's hanging out in the set, you can tell, you can already kind of tell what kind of person he is. He's a very sort of shy, quiet, to, he's all about, to, what's the word? He likes to keep things to a... Very close person. Very close person. Wait, closed? Closed. I think it's closed. Close, not close. Closed, closed person. Okay, 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 I see what you're... I mean, honestly, I never heard that term. Really? Yeah, yeah, I, I never heard of that. Yeah, meanwhile, like, um, just keep, keep going with your... Oh, okay. Alright. Well, you sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, you can see something. Because I'm waiting for you to talk about Kiki Palmer's character. Oh, okay. Alright, alright. So, you could, you could, t he, he's like lonely. He's just kind of like, mm, he had his head down, you know. But then, um, and everybody that comes are, are on the set keep, they kind of, they try to check if the horse is okay. He's, the horse is in position and everything, but he keeps telling everybody in the crew, in the, in this whole TV movie crew or whatever you want to call them. Basically, this TV crew like, hey, listen, hey, hey, don't, don't, don't mess with my horse. Like, chill and like, get back. And they, he, he like, you could tell he warned the people like multiple times, not once, mm -hmm. but like three times. Yeah, like, he keeps telling them like, hey, back away from the horse, don't mm -hmm. do this. Mm -hmm. And yeah, because he's a horse expert, so it makes sense. Like, why, like, realistically, you would 
listen to them, but everybody else wouldn't listen. They're, they don't care and everything. They're all focused about getting everything ready. Everybody's, you know, set and ready to to film this commercial or, or, or whatever they're trying to do. And I remember there was a, a small moment in that, in the, in the scene where they bring in that old lady, um, that one lady, uh, Bonnie Clayton, who's played by D Donna Millis, where she comes in, because I think she was be part of the commercial, and I remember when she talked to OJ, she was like, your name is, um, so, your name is OJ? And he's all like, and he was like, yeah, uh, Otis Jr. It stands for Otis Jr. She's like, oh. And then she kind of looked like, oh. And you're just kind of like, what the heck? Like, what is that supposed to mean? Like, mm -hmm. And for me, when I saw that, I was like, I don't know what exactly what the whole point of that small moment, but a part of me felt like, I kind of partially interpreted it as like, maybe it's because she thought of OJ Simpson. I guess that's when she was like, wait, your name really is OJ? He's like, yeah, you know, stands for OJ. And she's like, oh, and I was like, what the heck? Like, what is that supposed to mean? Yeah, you know what I mean? But, um, but yeah, but anyway, I, and then when they, I think they weren't shooting the commercial, but they wanted to get the guy's introduction to the whole TV crew. Because, you know, and I'm, I'm assuming that's what people have to do before they actually get ready to start filming stuff. That's what they do and stuff. And then as, when he was trying to give his introduction, he really is not doing a good job at it. Because, again, he had his head down. He's mumbling. He's really talking quiet. He's not really being, he's not confident. You know what I'm saying? He's just kind of like, oh, um, my, my name's um, Otis Jr., you know, and, and, and everybody's just kind of like, what? <laughs> he's like, no, no. Yeah, him, him just presenting, like, trying to present, it gives me black because I'm like, oh my god. Yeah, because you've been there many times. I, I've, been I've been there many times, too. I still am. Like, yeah. I, I really still am. Yeah. But it's just that I'm like, dang, man. No, I, you get it, though, because it's relatable. Yeah. You get it. Because he's just, like, all mumbling. And that is when Kiki Palmer's character, um, um, Emerald, comes in. And she's like, wait, 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 guys, guys, I'm here. I'm sorry I'm late. Sorry. And that's when Emerald gives her whole big introduction to the TV crew and mm -hmm. everything. And that's when you notice the biggest difference between the siblings. Mm -hmm. While OJ is obviously just, you know, close person, kind of quiet. He mumbles his words and he's just kind of like, mm, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Emerald's the opposite. She's very positive. She's out there. She's so full of energy yeah. and everything, you know, mm -hmm. and stuff. Yeah, you pretty much said what I was going to Oh, dang it. Oh, okay. Are you... Well, yeah, you could say the difference between them two is that OJ's more of a closed, quiet person. And, mm -hmm. and that character is more of a... His sister is actually more of an open, positive, upbeat, outgoing person. Yeah. Like, she has such a, like, really good, positive energy and everything. And yeah. she gives this whole big introduction about her great-great-great-great-grandfather, yeah. about how, like, he was the first man to be on film with a horse and everything like that. Mm -hmm. And, and, and all, like, giving some really interesting history, historical facts and stuff and be able, like, just giving her a really cool big introduction. Yeah. And, it really um, did help. The scene that I actually liked was when he's like, that, the first man to ride on a horse was my great-great-grandfather. Mm -hmm. um, and he's like, and he pointed out, like, it's actually another great. <laughs> yeah, he said great. He said great one more time. He's like, great. And she's like, that's another great-grandfather. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it, it was really cute. Yeah, it was really cute. Just from that, you already, from... From my, like in my opinion, from just from that moment, you already not just get the dynamic between these two characters, but you already like um, Emerald's character because again, she's just so full of energy and like oh my god, she's just so likable. Because I remember before when I heard the, some early reviews, like I remember certain people, people were like, oh, she was just kind of eh. like she was just sort of just kind of annoying or just kind of like eh, whatever. She's doing too much. I'm like, bro, I don't know what you, I don't know what you were watching, but. She was awesome. Like she was so again, she was fun to watch. And so in the dynamic between 
OJ Amroth just from the beginning of the film is a really interesting fun dynamic to watch mm-hmm. again she's kind of like the one that likes to sort of like kind of like it's like likes to like bother him just a little bit just like the like come on have fun whatever and he's just kind of like the brother to be like bro like chill you're doing mm-hmm. too much like when we were watching those two I talked to you and yeah. Asia about this um, um, before we did this episode uh, that like in a way the dynamic between them reminds me of me and you because Sometimes I'm the one being annoying and very upbeat and everything while you're the one just being like, mm, 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 like that. Yeah, yeah, I admit. But at the same time, but that's also me and Isha because Isha is usually the one that's very upbeat and everything. And sometimes, I'm not going to lie, there are times where I'm in that mood where I'm just like, mm, 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 like, like very quiet and close person myself. You know, so like I'm the one that's less very upbeat more mm, and then Isha's more like, yay, you know, all that mm. kind of stuff. You know what I mean? So... Um, yeah, I noticed that. I was like, hey, that's us right there, you know, so. Because when OJ was trying to present, I was like, dang, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man, but, but it was just from that, you love the dynamic. The dynamic yeah. is so cool. Um, but, um, yeah, but there was a, a moment where things almost got a little intense. A little intense when, um, the TV crew people were, they still kept trying to, like, sort of mess with the horse a little bit. Even though you like, bro, step back. Like, dude, guys, like, stop. Like stop, get back. And there was that moment where the one of the guys had like a weird mirror sphere thingy. Like it's like a sort of sphere that's I'm not sure what it's supposed to be for, but it's like a mirror sphere thingy. And when he shows the reflection to the horse, the horse freaks out. And the horse, um, the lady that was right behind the horse that had like a whole, I think it was like a bag of makeup or something. Luckily the horse didn't hit the lady, but it hit the bag. Yeah. So lady almost she could have got hit by the horse, but luckily she did. It was like yeah. her bag. And I think because of that whole moment, right, that that's when they decided to cancel and be like, yeah, sorry, we're just gonna use something else instead, sorry, and the guy was like, and then OJ is like, kind of like, dude, come on, like, I, I, I need the money, he's like, I know, I know, but I'm sorry, like, plans have changed, I'm sorry, that's what OJ's like, alright, so just from that moment, you can tell, like, yeah, OJ is kind of struggling with money, because he's trying to use, raise money to save, at least try to keep the horse ranch, you know what I'm saying, because so, remember, that whole land is theirs, you know, because it's not just a house, but it's also a horse ranch, you know, so, that's what, so so from that moment you understand like yeah okay he's obviously struggling for money problems and stuff like that because he needs to find a way to pay to keep up with the with the ranch. But they also did a quick they did give us some small quick details about Kiki Palmer's whole job that like apparently she's a writer actor and producer or sometimes a director or something like that or something like that. So I was like wow she does a lot of things like okay like wow or right, like pretty, like pretty uh, impressive yeah like I'm assuming like basically I'm assuming she's like in like she's involved in entertainment business in general. You know, that, that kind of stuff. But yeah, I was like, okay, that's interesting. While OJ is just mostly just working with the horse ranch stuff with, with, with the the dad. So, um, so that is when um, OJ and uh, and that is when she ends up hanging out with OJ and everything. And that's when they end up going to the uh, what was it? The that whole small carnival, that small theme park carnival. Um, that they have to go to where that's where OJ kind of had like kind of like sells sells horses to because he told Emerald that like since I need I since I really need that money I'm gonna sell the horses to get money and once I find a way to get even more money I can buy the horses back from this guy so that's his whole plan that's why he's selling the horses for right now just so once he gets more money he can he can buy them back um but then I remember OJ was kind of telling Emerald like dude like like, why are you hanging out with me? I don't think you take this seriously. She's like, dude, I do. Like, I do take this seriously and stuff like that. She's like, yeah, but, but you treat this like it's your side thing. He's like, no, my freaking 
the, the other job I do, that's my side thing. This is my real thing. Like the whole horse ranch thing, you like the business and everything, the animal. And I would just kind of like, like, yeah, whatever. So you're going to understand like some sort of, like they get along, but you're going to understand that there's a reason why OJ's a bit iffy about his sister because he's kind of like, dude, like, do you take this seriously? And she's like, yeah, I am, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I'm not like, I'm just, I'm just not like, but it, it's just that like she's just not very serious and down like him. Like, like you know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's because OJ takes stuff seriously while, um, what's her Emerald does take it seriously, but she's always, again, but remember, she's just such a, she's always upbeat and full of energy. That's why OJ's like, dude, are you even taking this seriously? She's like, I am. Mm-hmm. And, and stuff, you know? And that is when they end up meeting Stevie Young's character, who was, uh, who was Juke. I think his full name is supposed to be like Ricky something. Like, uh, what's his, what's, like Rick, Ricky Juke or whatever. But yeah, his name is Juke. Um, that's when they meet Juke. And then, um, and then the reason why, what's her face, uh, uh, Emerald was geeking out over Juke because she's like, oh, hey, you're that, you're that kid. Because that's when we get to find out that Juke, Stevie Young's character, was like a former kid star. And stuff, but now these days he was just now he's just kind of like a dude that's like he just has his own business in the small carnival and all that kind of stuff, but also sells like merchandise of like his old show. Because the reason why it's Western theme was because he also did like an old little kid Western show back mm-hmm. in the day and stuff. So Emerald's all kicking out, like, Oh, you did this show, I used to watch it with my dad back in the day, and he's like, Yeah, and you can tell Simi was like really liking the fact she's fan girling over him because again. Because again, remember, he was a famous kid star back in the day that he's not really that relevant. So seeing some fangirling, fangirling or fanboying or whatever you want to call it, it's, you know, acting like a fanboy, fangirl over him. He's just kind of like, oh, like, oh, well, then, <laughs> yeah, I did that back in the day. And he's just like, oh, really? Like, I wonder what happened to this kid or this kid. And then um, OJ's kind of like, dude, like, I, I need to talk to him. Like, bro, you know what I'm saying? But then she keeps kind of making distractions because she's like, oh, but what is this? And that is when she saw the Mad Magazine cover of like a artwork of a monkey messing around like a chimpanzee messing around with cake and that's when we get a bit more details about that whole random flashback that they showed in the beginning of the film and stuff and we see a little bit more details about it and and like oh but before no but they, before they showed it um juke showed that he had a mini museum in the back room of his office like a, like some like secret room of his office and it's like a mini museum like a mini museum of um, of like of like Gordy the chimp, and the whole story was that, and the whole story behind the whole incident about was that they did a sitcom with a chimp named Gordy, and I think I'm not sure the show was called Gordy or it was called The Adventures or Life with Gordy yeah, or something like that. I, I didn't remember the title. Yeah, I don't remember the title of the sitcom either. But like the whole thing was about this kid who was with this like this kid. And this in the pit chimpanzee hanging having these fun revent, adventures with their family, that kind of stuff, right? And they were doing a special episode where it was supposed to be Gordy's birth, birthday. Long story short, they were giving him gifts, and one of the gifts he had was a balloon, was was like a box of balloons, and he was excited. But then when one of the balloons popped, he freaked out and saw as a threat that he just went crazy. He just, yeah. yeah, he just went crazy. He snapped, and that's when it became it went from yeah, it just it just become a disaster. And then Stephen Young was talking about how, like, when that whole thing happened, it was so big that people wanted to see it. And, like, like people just had to see it because it was so crazy and scary that people just had to see it. You know what I mean? And and uh, and that's when we started to see the small subtlety, subtle messages and things about, you know, about spectacle, about how, like, people would literally, like, again, tele- how people would televise disaster and tragedy or just, like, 
just chaotic situations in general to the point where they exploit it. You know what I'm saying? Because he was talking about how like SNL was trying to make a skit based on that whole thing. Yeah. And he was talking about like, oh, that skit was so amazing. It was so great. It's good. They're going to do awesome. Because he was talking about how like he saw the rehearsal of the skit and he's like, oh my God, they did such a good job. That skit's going to be amazing. And he talked about, and you can tell like as he's talking about this whole incident, he talked about like how like it was scary, but it was just amazing how crazy it was and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait, you're going to say Honestly, something? Honestly, it's, kind of funny because when he was talking about it it kind of makes you feel like no that there's something else man mm-hmm. and the fact that he's talking how like how he makes it look like the incident or experience was very great and when in reality reality it's very like traumatizing for him it was yeah heck yeah because as he was talking it trends it quickly cuts to the flashback yeah. about him as a kid under the table literally seeing one of his co-stars body literally right there dying and Gordy literally just like freaking like yeah. freaking smacking the body and everything uh-huh. and 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 stuff and um, like yeah it, it's traumatized so like you and from that scene you can kind of tell that deep down it was traumatizing for him but at the same time you can tell he's trying really hard he's trying to a little bit a little bit hard to make it sound like oh but you know it was crazy but you know it was years ago you know what I'm saying just you know it was crazy it was just you know, like crazy times you know and you're kind of like. No, no, yeah, no. nah, I mean, like, he probably never, you could tell he probably never recovered mm-hmm. from that. But I, I will go into super detail about what I think the, the flashback kind of means later on, because they do go back to the flashback, because they do show that there was something else that happened between Gordy, the, the Gordy the chimp, and Juke when he was a kid. But there was something about that flashback that did bother me, and I wish I did more research on this, research on this before... We did this episode, but there was something to do. There was, um, while the whole thing happened, in the very background, the co-star shoe, because you can remember how one of the co-stars mm-hmm. that was on the ground, she was wearing a shoe, but another, uh, but the, in the other, her other foot had no shoe, so she was like barefoot in the other foot. And her shoe was a few feet away from the body, and the shoe literally looks like it was standing up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I noticed that because before I watched the movie, you mentioned something about the shoe. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what do you mean by shoe? And you mentioned that it was only standing like this up. Mm-hmm. It's the same down. It was literally standing up. Mm-hmm. Like, in a way, not necessarily floating-like. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, like, up in the air. Like, it's it literally, like, lifted up lifted by something. Up. Yeah. And the fact is, while these all the crazy stuff were happening, it's mostly focusing on the shoe. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. then I'm like, what does that mean? Was that a sign? Yeah, because he has to, he kept the same shoe in his media museum. So it's like, what does that shoe even mean? Mm-hmm. So, I, I, I don't know. Like, even to this day, I still don't know. Like, that's the one thing about the movie that keeps bothering me was, what's the meaning behind that shoe? And I remember before, uh, uh, a few days ago, I was talking to, because since Isha saw the movie, I was talking to her about that shoe thing. And from her interpretation, she mentioned how she feels like maybe the whole idea of the shoe was just to present, was probably to show how she was probably so traumatized from what was happening that maybe somehow his mind went weird. Like, his mind kind of went crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, he started maybe see things in his head that he started imagining uh, 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 literally a shoe being lifted up somehow. Like, standing maybe. up like that. Something like that. that I, could, I don't that, know. That could be interpretation. Yeah. I could, but I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe, but, or maybe it's more deeper than that. I don't know. But that whole shoe, that shoe keeps bothering me. Like, that's the whole thing. I'm just kind of like, bro, like, what the heck is up with that shoe? So... Yeah, maybe after this episode, like I, 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 I kind of wish I did research on it before we did this episode, but hey, we're 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 here, mm-hmm. you know. So 
Maybe after, maybe when we're done, I'll probably look it up. Like once I when I have the chance, I'll look it up. And be like, all right, okay, what's the deal with the shoe? Because I'm still very curious. What's the whole meaning behind the shoe? So yeah, that happened. And as he finished his story, finished how crazy the situation was, um, Emeralds and Ojo was kind of like, yeah, all right, like cool, all right. Because remember, because he kind of got awkward after that, and they were kind of like, okay, cool, um. Yeah, okay, we're going to go. And they just kind of went. And that is when when they started getting back home, we start to see that, like, Emerald. And I like how... And I really did like how... The th- the one thing I do praise about Jordan Peele was the fact that... Uh, um, and the one thing I do... Again, I do praise Jordan Peele about how he... The whole cast in, in, the whole cast in, this, uh, in this movie is, like... Mostly people of color, you know what I'm saying. And I, and, but not just people of color. But I did like how they made one of the main characters uh, 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 a queer a queer character. Which I'm honestly surprised and glad that they did. Yeah, same here. I was like, that's really cool that they because they, they, they hinted that they basically gave us an like, good idea that yeah, Emerald she's lesbian and stuff because yeah. she mentioned she has a girlfriend and she was talking about how like hey my my girl told me that she let me crash her place but I told her that I'll. See, like, I'll sit out over, I'll, I'll plug, stay with you for the night, and then I'll go back to her place and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know? And then, um, but I like how, because, and then they also, there was also that funny scene where when they were at the electronic shop, Fry's, the electronic shop, there one, as they were shopping and talking, there was a girl that walked by and was like, oh, hey, little cute thing, how are you doing? I was like, aww. And she loved me all flirting and everything, I'm like, that's so cute. Aww. I was like, aww. aww. So, no, I praise your people for doing that. Like, it's really cool that he did that, because I was like, heck yeah, like, okay. That's that's makes it even better. Like heck yeah, is it that Hollywood? Is it that hard? No, it's not. Come on, man, you can do that, bro. Is it that hard? Is it hard to put any uh, queer or gay characters of color in, in these big yeah. lots of movies? No, it's not. No, Come it's on, not. People. It's really and I love that they did that. I thought it was really cool they did that. Um, but then we you kind of notice that OJ's kind of a little like like why are you gonna why why would you want to stay with me and, and like want, like hang with me? And she's like what like can I. Can I not hang with my brother? Come on, dude. And so he's kind of like, all right, I'm just, I'm just saying. Um, and I, I do see this. I kind of, and I remember you mentioned this as well, that as we keep watching it, and then when they go back to their house and, you know, they're having their whole talk and everything, I, they did try to give us more details about like how the relationship is, or at least just from the subtle details, we can tell what's the relationship, how the relationship is. I do kind of wish they went so deep and, more details about mm-hmm. how they feel with each other because I felt like they're going to do this thing where the reason why OJ's a bit like iffy about having a sister around was because like maybe he felt like I thought they're going to do this thing where he felt like she left them or, or, or yeah. something like that or you know what I'm saying like maybe something I kind of like like you said that mm-hmm. we would I kind of wish that we had more detail on what happened mm-hmm. When their dad is alive. Yeah. Because it was kind of like, were they cool? Were they close? Was there any yeah. issues? Or Because or, or, they seemed cool, but still, there were moments where I'm like, I kind of wish they expand on this because it made me wonder, like, I thought, because again, I thought they were going to do the scene where, like, they're going to do this whole thing where OJ loves her sister, but the reason why he feels a bit iffy about her being around and helping out because he's kind of like, where were you when dad was around? You weren't mm-hmm. around, but now, but then... Now you want to help out? Yeah. Now that he's got like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I mean? Or something like that, you know? Because they did try to give us details about the relationship when, um, when, um, it, uh, when they were in the, uh, house and the kid just talking, just remembering about their dad, because, you know, their dad is dead. Because they're, like, reflecting going back and their dad and how Emerald brought up the flashback or, like, talked about how, like, 
there was a horse she liked, her horse, Jean Jacket. Yeah. That that's the horse's name, Jean Jacket. How like she wanted to ride with that horse, she wanted to train because that was her horse. But their dad was kind of like, no, 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 like, like, hey, no, honey, this is this is my job, not yours. And she was kind of upset that like only he was able to be trained with a horse and not her and stuff. You know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and she was talking about how like how lucky he is that he gets to have these interesting adventures and good times with the dad while she hasn't and stuff and talk about how like oh you did this one western film with dad like you use you and your you and dad took one of our horses to go to go help out with people at a credit for a western film all that kind of stuff but i did like how and she was talking about how, like, how cool that was but i did like how uh ojo was kind of like no it wasn't actually a western film it was actually the scorpion king and i was like oh yeah, oh okay that's okay that's that. cool <laughs> like, like he was like no it was actually for a, it was for the scorpion king movie that was the only time we did that it was like oh okay and she was talking about, like, hey, wait, she was just making a point, like, hey, wait, hey, you did, you had those good times with dad, so that's cool, you're lucky, and stuff, you know. But I did wish they went to detail, because it made me feel like... Because that scene was interesting, because it makes me feel like, oh, like, did mm-hmm. something went wrong? Like, or did something happen? Like, 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 like were there some small conflict between her small and dad? Conflict. doesn't you, mean they, oh, I hate, I hate you, like, I hate Like, like oh, I hate you, dad, but, like... But did, was there, like, a small conflict that... Like, did she wish she used, like... I, I felt like it would have been cool if they went to detail about, like, what if she wanted to do the things that OG did with her dad, but because the dad was like, no, honey, this is, this is like, maybe, like, because of, he's, maybe because he's old, so he's like, oh, no, this is a man's job. I'm sorry, yeah. baby. Like, and maybe that's what pushed her away from him, because he's just like, well, you didn't want to hang out with me. You didn't want me to be around, so what's the point of being around here? Or something, you know what I mean? Something like that. I, I don't know. And I and I feel like, like I said before, and I, we talked about this, I have a feeling there's a director's cut, and I feel like there's a lot of things that Jordan Peele add in this film that he probably had to take out because there's so much going on in the film mm-hmm. that I feel like he had to take out. And so, so I don't know, maybe maybe in the original script or in the full cut, whatever, there was supposed to be more details that was going on between the relationship with them and their dad, but they didn't really go in detail because, again, there was a lot of stuff that was going on in the film that I understand why Jordan Peele couldn't go in detail with it. So I think in that one scene, that was like the only time where they can give us a good amount of details of what the relationship was like. So I could tell, like, Emerald was sort of close with the dad, but not as close like OJ. Like, OJ was more close with the dad than her. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like... Was there, was there going to be some conflict between the siblings about how, like, he's upset because he's like, dude, where were you when, you know, like, where were you, dude? Yeah, and because she wasn't there when he died. When he died. Because remember, she has her own thing going on. That's mm-hmm. why. So what if there's a scene where he's a little upset with her siblings? He's like, dude, where were you when dad died? Mm-hmm. Where were you when this, this and that happened? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. While she probably will tell him, like, dude, do you think I didn't want to be around you guys? Dude, I want to be close with dad like you, but I couldn't because... Because of reasons and reasons and reasons. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Something like, like that. I wish they got into detail. Mm-hmm. With that. But um, but they, they didn't, sadly. So I was like, oh, yeah. man. But but still. But we did at least get a good amount. We still get a good idea of what the relationship was like. Just a little and bit. And kind of know? why they, they became... Some of, one of them became the way they are, in a way. Yeah. Um, and I mean, because the reason why OJ is still a little bit like... Also, and I, you can kind of see why OJ has been a little iffy. Was because... Even though Emerald, we can kind of tell probably already moved on from like the de- the death, the passing of her dad. You can tell that that OJ is sort of moved on, but at the same time still grieving. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So that's probably the reason why he's still a little like, mm, like a little iffy, a little like, mm, yeah. like very down and stuff. Um, I really did like that funny moment before they went to the house where like, um, he was talking about like, oh, I do have weed though, or, or something. Like that. And she's like, that's all I got to say. That's all you have to say. They're all going to the house, and I was like, "Aw!" Like, and they're all getting high, and they're like, you know, talking and stuff. Um, 
And that is when, and that is when the stuff, and after that, that is when things got a little weird. And that when, um, I think, um, what's his face? Um, OJ went outside to go, like, you know, hang and see the horse, his horse is doing okay. While Emerald is high, of course, so she played, like, she blasted the music up, like the vinyl, she put, like, a vinyl record and blasted the music up. She's all vibing and she's dancing and everything. And she gets hecka loud. And he's like, and OJ's yelling at her, like, bro, like, it's too loud. Like, cut that out. And she's like, what? And he's like, ah, whatever. So he had to go confront the horse, and that is when things started to get weird. You know, some of the power starts to go out, some of the lights get a little weird, and that's when the UFO comes in, and the UFO basically just... I think Ghost, the horse, Ghost just jumps over the thing first, and tries to run away from OJ, and I think it runs away again, and that's when the UFO got closer, that's when it took... I think it took Ghost. Because I remember the first time I watched it, I didn't remember what happened to the horse. I was like, what happened to the horse? And stuff, and we watching again. I was like, "Oh, he got eaten." I mean, he got taken. I was like, "Oh," you know. So I was like, "Oh," so so it, it, it got taken and stuff. So it was just like, "Oh, dang!" I'm like, "Oh, not the horse and stuff." So that's when the horse got taken. And that's when Oja was like, "What the heck was that?" You know. Um, and um, and I remember I forgot in the middle of that whole moment with the UFO was like was like close by and shutting down the power and stuff. There was that small moment where like the music slowed down, the lights were shutting down. And then as the music was slowing down and the power was going down, uh Emerald was like still vibing. Like, she's still kinda dancing and stuff. Oh my god, that cracked me up and I was like, dude, she's oh like, my god. Ooh. Yeah, she was like, dude, this and that and you're just like, oh my god, it is so funny. That's it's funny because OG was like, what's going on? I'm like, yeah, ghost. He's outside seeing witnessing what's happening. She's just like this. I'm like, what was that? And then um, and then after that, that's when they figured out, like, yeah, we there's something out there, and we don't know what it is. And that's when they thought of the idea of like, and that is when they thought of the idea of filming it and catch having on. And that's when they developed the idea of cat having catch on camera and exposing it because they feel like again, OJ started to believe both OJ and Emerald started to think like maybe we catch it on camera and expose it. Maybe that could be a good way to raise money and you know save the ranch. That's it. So it's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And that's when I was like, that's really cool that they're doing that. Because, again, they're not trying to bother. And, and I remember Isha made a very good point about the difference between what Nope tries to do and what other generic alien movies try to do. Where in other movies, people are only going to mess with the aliens because they want to communicate with it. They want to talk to it. They want to, like, why are you here? Are you going to save us? Are you going to fix our planet Earth? Yeah. Um, are, are, Let us help you or you help us, whatever. And that's why they get messed up. And that is when things go bad because they keep bothering the alien. The aliens are like, all right, you asked for it. And they end up killing everybody. In this film, no, they're not trying to communicate or like, or anything. They just want to find a, find a way to have it pop out of nowhere in the open just so they can catch it on camera and they expose it. And that's that. Like, mm-hmm. that's all, that's all they're trying to do. They're not trying to bother. They're just trying to wait for it to, ex- to come out in the right time and just, you know what I'm saying? Just expose it like that. And then that is when they thought of, like, good cameras and stuff like that. And I like how they're thinking about all the cameras and equipment they can think of. Like, they said, they can't, we can't just use a phone. We can't just use this and that. We got to use, like, actual, like, security stuff. And that is when later on we see them um, going to the Fry Electronic Shop. And, so, and that is when they meet the character um, uh, Angel um, Angel Torres, or, or in other words... Angel Torres. So, yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And by the way, from the jump, Angel was such a really fun character. Like, I love Angel. A- Angel played by Brendan, Brendan Pierre. Hands down, he does a good job playing this character, man. Oh my god, he was so cool. 
Um, like at first he, because when he first meet him, he just kind of like, hey guys, like, mm, like just like kind of like down, kind of like, eh, and you know, and he's like scanning some of the stuff they need, and they're talking about how like, uh, what he needs this for, like, oh, we just need it for, just for security, and you know, we got robbed, so we just, because remember, they want to tell anybody what they're trying to do, you know what I'm saying? So they're, they're just saying like, oh, for security purposes and stuff, and they're like, all right. And they say like, oh, do you need someone to install it? They're like, nope, nope, we don't need it. It's like, are you sure? Because... Because you're probably not going to have no idea how to set this whole thing up. And they're like, all right. And then that's when he, and that's why they bring him in. And that's when he comes to the property to help him out. And that, that moment was so funny because um, since they're by themselves, he just literally cussed out out loud. And they're like, bro, dude, don't do that. And he's like, I'm sorry. Because the reason why OJ say don't do that because he's like, hey, bro, you just get the horses. Don't do that. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just I went through a rough breakup. You know, like we were that together. Be, that must be hard, man. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, I got into a rough breakup. You know, I've been we were thinking for a good amount of years. You know, I really thought she was the one. You know what I mean? But you know, I just dang it. And he's all here just talking about how sad he is and stuff. <laughs> you can tell. And they're all like, yeah, and you can tell OJ Emerald like, bro, we don't want to hear this. And Emerald just kind of left because I think she had to use. What did she exactly did she do? Did she need? Did she need the trailer? Or she took the horses from the. I think she from, took the horses from the. From from Juke's place, huh? Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. I think she just went. She didn't tell OJ, but she also went to go find a way to get the horses back from Juke. And while that's going on, OJ's kind of like, "Whoa, hey, no, don't leave me with this guy." Like, and then there's he's just kind of like, Ugh. and that is when OJ's kind of like showing all the pictures of his exes. Of like, see, like she's a model and actress. She's gonna be on. She's gonna be on the CW channel now. It's not great, and he's kind of like, yeah, <laughs> you know. So that, from that moment on, Angel hands up becomes like a likable, like like a really likable character mm-hmm. and stuff. I was afraid they're gonna make him like a generic character who's gonna be semi over Emerald, even though Emerald's obviously lesbian. Still, he's gonna be semi over her. Be like, oh, I hope. Like, because remember, like, because remember, like, think about it. He mentioned that he's he got. Oh, he got the, he's going through a rough breakup, and now that, oh, new girl, ooh, let me opportunity. get with her. Opportunity. But, and I'm like, no, please don't go with that route. And they didn't. <laughs> and they didn't. Instead, he actually became, like, he generally became cool. Or not, besides OJ, but he also became, like, actually, he got along with her pretty well, so I was like, all right. Because I was afraid they were going to do that whole cliche trope and stuff, you know. But, no, they didn't. I thought it was really cool. They did. Uh, I was really cool with Angel, man. Like, Angel, hands down, was, like, the... Most were like hands down. Besides, I mean, they're everybody like the like OJ and Emerald are relatable, but like Angel is also relatable in another way as well because he's like the only dude that had the like the more realistic reactions besides OJ Emerald because OJ Emerald when their reactions to like alien stuff is realistic, but there's points where they just kind of like oh like oh they're just kind of eh about it like okay we're kind of like they're quickly used to it. Mm-hmm. When Angel every time is kind of like oh crap oh crap oh. Oh, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. He's like, and like, remember that one scene where like the UFO was living on top of the house and he was living under the table, got the knife, and he was like, <sighs> <laughs> and I was like, dude, that's us right there, bro. Like, imagine UFO, if UFO was under the top of a house spitting out nothing but like blood and materials, I, we would do the same thing. We would be hiding either under our beds or yeah. under the tables, being like, <sighs> like freaking out, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like that, like, that, that is heck relatable. But, and I like how. Another really cool, fun thing about Angel is the fact that Angel is also kind of like a conspiracy theorist. Like, he kind of believes in aliens, sort of, already. Because, you know, as they're talking about, you know, setting up their cameras and everything, and he was talking about how conspiracy, about people catching things on camera, that government tries to hide or whatever. And he was giving an example how, like, one time, 
there's a video of the UFO coming out, but the government tried to hide it. Instead of calling it UFO, they call it AUP or like a UAP. Right? He's like, what the heck is that? You know, so he's like, it's, it's, they're trying to hide it. So he's like, and so he's talking about how like his theories, interpretations that these people could be either these aliens or UFO people, or whatever, could either be actual aliens coming to, to take our brains or kill us or eat us or something, or humans, or probably humans from the future to warn us about the, something or or just, I don't know, just alien, just alien freaks in general, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, and then and that's when he told OJ, like, like, cause I think OJ says something, and then, I forgot what he said, but he says something to me, oh, Angel go like, exactly, yeah, yeah, you're right, and that's when Angel was like, watch, watch Ancient Aliens, bro, like, watch Ancient Aliens, that, that's, that's, you're gonna get all that knowledge, and OJ's like, yeah, sure, whatever, okay, man. <laughs> but, but no, but from that, I was like, yo, I love this character, right? like, he's, oh, he's so awesome, um, and the, another funny, mo- another funny, uh, another funny moment was when, at when Kiki Palmer, when Emerald come, came back from getting that trailer of the horses, and um and, and stuff, to uh, OJ and Angel. That's when from far away. That's when Juke comes in, and they're like, oh crap! And the reason they're like, oh crap, because remember, Juke doesn't know that Emerald secretly took one of the horses. Yep. And stuff, and that, and that is why they're like, oh crap! Like, and then Emerald's like, it's okay, be cool, be cool, just be cool. And then Juke was gonna come, and they're like, you could, and they're like yelling at Juke from far away, like, no, you can stay right there. You don't have to come closer. Just stay right there. And he's like, oh, okay. What are you guys doing? And he's like, oh, we're setting a bait for horse training and stuff. And he's like, oh, cool. And then Angel started to talk, and he's like. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. And they're like, shh, Angel. It was so funny because he's like, Angel, you don't live here. It's like, 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 shut up, you don't live here. He's like, oh, that's right. Because remember, Juke, the only reason that Juke came in there because he was like, oh, I want to invite you guys to some sort of like a special event that's coming up at the carnival if you want us to come. To come. If you guys want to come, they're like, oh, okay. Like, all right. Like, that's that's great. You could. And then that's when Juke was like, okay. And then it was a funny, awkward moment because they're yelling at each other, but they're not really fully understanding each other so they're just kind of like so is that cool and they're like and they put like thumbs up and it's like it's like okay the thumbs up okay so cool and they're like yeah cool it's like okay and Juke was just walks back and stuff but yeah it was just like a funny moment that they had together just talking and stuff but yeah again another funny moment a well done funny moment and stuff and um i did like how you can tell angel kind of wants to stay as well yeah and it makes sense why angel would want to hang out with him because besides the fact that he they have similar interests like his interest in aliens is like like his because of that he has like an, in, an interest in like ancient aliens and, and those conspiracy theories it makes sense why he would probably like to like sort of want to be involved with what they're trying to do mm-hmm. but at the same time they're the same time they don't know him so of course he'd be like all right bro thanks for sending this up you can go now he's just kind of like and you can tell why he also want to hang out with him because remember, again, he's going through a rough breakup, so that's why, yeah. you know, maybe he doesn't want some friends to hang out with or something like that. So as he's walking away, they're like, all right, nope, we good. He's like, uh, you sure you don't need my help on this? And they're like, no, 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 we're fine, Angel, no worries. He's like, all right, man. And then he, he's still talking, like, you know, I could just try to do like, nope, nope, Angel, we're fine. You can go. And he's like, okay. And then before he left, he was like, oh, by the way, my boss, my supervisor might call you guys. Since I helped you guys set this whole thing, he might call you guys to see, you know, once in on your rating if, you know, if what we did, if I, well, if what we did for your, if our service was cool and everything. He's like, five stars, Angel, five stars. And Angel's like, all right. Mm-hmm. And then he drives away and stuff. Um, 
But yeah, and that is when later on in the nighttime, that is when they have the cameras ready. They're trying to they're trying to get ready until like they're prepared for anything to happen and stuff. Um and uh, yeah, in the nighttime as they were getting this stuff, they're you know they're they have the cameras ready. They're trying to check if anything's going on. Nothing. Everything seems cool. Everything's pretty chill. Nothing's happened. Um, you know, and um, that is when um. I, I do remember, I forgot to mention that. I don't think it happened in this moment, but I think the, it happened the first time the UFO popped out of nowhere. I forgot to mention that. They did foreshadow something. And it has something to do with uh, um, Jupe's event. So remember how there was a moment where, like, uh, what's his face? Um, OJ, when he was looking for ghosts or was far away to see what's going on, he heard noises of, like, a stadium recording or, like, a microphone, someone talking on the microphone far away. It was coming from, like, the carnival. And it was lights. It was a there was lights from far away, and it sounded like Juke was was either it was either a recording of someone talking or it was him re rehearsing or saying this whole speech or about whatever. And then you kind of wonder like what the heck is what the heck is going on? And then I I, I remember watching since I watched it the second time I get what that whole scene was about because I remember when I first watched it, I was like what the heck was that all about? You know. But since I watched it the second time it's like oh it was a foreshadow it's a foreshadowing to what's gonna happen in um, Juke's event. What he's trying to do, you know. So I, I forgot to mention earlier, but um, but yeah, I, I and then um, there was a funny jump scare in the moment in the nighttime where something popped out on the camera, but then it was just a praying mantis that was literally in the front of the camera with his head and blocking the way. I was confused at first because I wasn't sure what I was looking at. <laughs> I thought, no offense, but I kind of thought I was staring at a. Horses ball sack, to be honest with you. No, but it's actually a praying mantis. Yeah, it was a praying mantis. Wait, hold up, people, hold up. Stay back, stay back. Thank you. Okay, sorry about that. Um, but yeah, I thought I'm not gonna lie. I thought I was like, I wasn't sure what I was looking at. I was like, is that a horse's ball sack? Because I wasn't, I wasn't sure what the, where the camera was at. So I was a little confused. Like, what am I looking at? And it wasn't until later on, as he kept going back to that shot. Of the premises on the camera. That's when I was like, oh, it's a freaking bug. I was like, okay. I was like, what am I looking at? What the, what the heck is that? You know? So, um, so yeah. And then, um, wait, hold on. Let me drink this water. Ugh. So that's going on. So that's when, that was like the first fake out jump scare or whatever. And that's when like Kiki Palmer was like, oh, that's a, you know, it's, it's a freaking bug and stuff, you know? So, um, so yeah, because so and then while that's happening, that's when some of the power, some of the weird activities going on around where I forgot to mention that while that was going on, um, Angel was secretly like watching what's going on their footage because he at at the Fry's electronic shop, I think he, he was doing like a night shift and, and stuff, and he was looking through the laptop and remember he was secretly watching what what was going on at the property but no mm -hmm. no one knew and he was just watching and everything and stuff and then um and i think it was and i forgot to mention he was the one that noticed the bug coming in the praying mantis mm -hmm. and everything and that's why he was trying to tell like uh emerald like hey we got a bug that yeah you have a bug on the camera and then emerald's like bro what are you what the heck and she's like dude why, why, why are you watching us like you know you're not supposed to do that and, and like in a way it can it's a little creepy i guess but I get why Angel does it because remember, again, he's going through a rough breakup. He's really bored. Yeah, he, wants, he, he probably wants to make new friends yeah. or something. Even though that goes against the policy, but okay. <laughs> yeah, but like I, I'll take it. At least he's not being weird about. It. Again, he he's very interested in what they're trying to do. 
So I kind of get it. I'm like, all right, like I'll give him a pass about that. But then I remember that's when, the, when we got a quick cameo from the character Nessie, played by Barbie Ferreira. Mm-hmm. She just came. That was literally the only time where she was in the movie was literally just that one scene. And I was like, okay, well, okay, well, all right. Well, that The reason why I say I was disappointed was because of the fact that when they, again, like I said earlier, when they announced that she was going to be in the movie, I think maybe it's, maybe it's probably our fault because we thought, oh, who's she going to play as? What is she going to do? And all that kind of stuff. Like, she can play this big part of the movie. And then when you watch it, you're like, oh, no, she was just somebody that worked at the, 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 the shop. And, that that was it. Yeah. Just eating hot, oh, what, hot Cheetos? Yeah. Or something like that. And she's like, what are you doing? Oh, uh, um, I'm just about to watch it. She's like, no. I like how okay. she's not even trying to like tell on him or pretty much like report him doing that. Mm-hmm. But she's like, oh, okay. But it was weird though because I thought we were going to see her again because the way, the way they, um, that one shot they did after the whole, the whole thing happened with that yingling coming in mm-hmm. and she was like watching him with that look and she was eating. So I was like, okay, she, are we going to see her again doing something or what, like, what are you doing? No, I'm just, I'm just like, I thought you were trying to play the violin with those two pens. <laughs> Bro, cause as I was talking, you're like, <laughs> oh, sorry guys. Uh, that was fine. Um, no, but, but yeah. So then. Back to OJ when he was inside the, uh, I don't know what you call it, but the whole room where they keep the horses in. Because mm-hmm. he noticed, because when he was inside, the power was acting a little bit weird and he heard noises. So that is when we had that very slow, that, not very slow, but that really small, slow moment of him discovering that there was a few, there was something inside the, 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 the area. And then there was that weird, like there was a figure in the dark of some little small person just standing there. And another small person popped out of nowhere from one of the rooms, like one of the horse rooms, popped out of nowhere. And that's when he was like, nope, nope, nope. No, he was like, nope, nope, nope. And then he took his flip open, his flip phone. And that's when he tried to start recording. And then you see the little head sticking out from that one corner when he was stepping back. And remember, we saw that from the trailer. And I remember for, um, I remember for a while when we saw that little small snippet of the head popping out of the corner, we all theorized that like, oh, that, that could be an alien and stuff. Yeah. And it was a really, I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of a creepy scene. Like the moment was kind of creepy and you're like, what Cause the Because I actually, like, I was questioning like, wait, there are aliens popping out right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, same here. I was like, wait, already? Right now? Yeah, I was like, already? Like, okay, well, I'm, I'm kind of curious what they look like or, you know, what they're doing. And then it's him stepping back. And then when he stepped back, he turned around. And I think there was a one of the little people, little people, whatever, or their so-called aliens or whatever, was hanging upside down right next to OJ. And OJ turned and only punched him, like, right, and punched it right in the head. And it felt like you just hear, oh. And then it was revealed that it wasn't aliens. It was just like a group of little kids dressed like alien monkey suits. Or something like that, and they were like, "Oh!" And they got up, and he was like, "What the heck?" And they got up, and they're like, they were cussing him out, like, "Oh, haha, like we got you, whatever," and and everything like that. And that's when they ran away, yeah. and that's when OJ realized, "Crap!" Like, "Oh, like, crap!" And then that's when um, I think that that was when um, Emerald came in, and Emerald was like, "Hey, what's going on?" He's like, "Oh, the freaking the, the kids from the from Jupe's area, like uh, they, they they took the horses," and, and she was like. Oh, they thought they could mess with Haywood? Oh, heck no, let's go, let's go. And, and, and that was so funny. Just the way she said it. And of course, he's like, no, 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 no. Plus, they already took the horse anyway. Oh, yeah, it's too late. Because I think that's how they took Lucky. 
Mm-hmm. Because I think because they did that as a distraction to so Juke could secretly steal Lucky. Because remember, there is a reason why Juke want the horses mm-hmm. and, and, and stuff. And you know, we'll get to that in a bit. But then after that, that is when the UFO start to come in and do some some weird stuff. You know what I'm saying? Start to take either a horse or something, um, uh, um, or, or something. You know, that's when the, the UFO came by, like flying around the area, and that's when the and then it was it was a pretty intense moment. They were like, "Oh crap, it's here!" Like we gotta make sure it's on camera and something. Emerald's freaking out. You know, she's freaking out. She's like, "Oh no 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 no! This this is heck scary." Because remember. She she didn't really exactly witness it, witness it. Like she kind of did, but when she was inside the house the entire time, right? And the first time you yeah. UFO came out, right? But this time she saw it in person because that's when OJ went went for, driving far away. Wait, oh, okay, okay. So remember how you mentioned earlier that ghost got taken by got taken. Um, was it ghost? I think it was ghost. Lucky was the one that oh. got. Captured. No, no, I know, I know, no, I know. Lucky got taken by the kids, but was Ghost okay? So was Ghost was taken already earlier in the film, right? When the UFO first came in, because I forgot there was a reason why OJ started to drive far away, like just far away from the house to get closer to the UFO. I forgot why, but there was a reason why he went far away, and that is when the UFO popped up. And then since Emerald is literally seeing that dust cloud or that tornado, whatever, that's when. That was when she was like, yeah. No, oh, no, no. It took the bait. It took it, the bait. Yeah, it took the bait. Oh, I forgot about that. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, it took the bait. That's why they set the bait in the field. And that is when, that is the reason why the UFO was right there. And that is why OJ was there. And she and then OJ didn't notice it until like he heard Emily yelling. And he looked up and he was like, oh, crap. There's that, you know, that mini dust tornado. And it was flying by. And then OJ was like, oh, no, not today. He was running back. And everyone was like, Run, OJ, run! And, so, and I like how Emerald had the honest reaction when she's like, yeah, nah, 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 nah. we gotta I go. I mean, if we're in that position, we're like, oh, no. Mm-hmm, right. But I totally forgot that also, as it was coming back, that's when she had to go to the roof. Because remember, the bug was still there. So she was trying to get the uh, parrot praying mantis out of the camera, because that's when Angel was telling her through the walkie-talkie, or through the, uh, what do you call it, radio, what, what do you want to call it? it, was like, hey, like, get the freaking bug out of the camera, you gotta capture it, so... She was like on the camera. She's like, eh, eh. and then and then she even grabbed a rock, like a little pebble, trying to hit it, and she kept missing. From I kind of thought that I kind of thought that maybe she would at least climb somehow, or at least jump high, or, or something, like put her foot in one a certain spot where she could at least climb up and just grab it, or at least flick it out of the way. But no, she was just like. Eh. Yeah, so I was yeah. kind of like, I don't know. If they had like a small mini ladder on the top of the roof, then yeah. D- yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, she was trying to get that away while OJ's like, oh crap. Oh, oh. And he's still running and everything and trying to hide from the UFO. So, and I think after that moment, that is when the, uh, and then Angel right there is watching what's going on or at least seeing, like seeing at least some of what's going on in the background. Because remember, the bugs blocked away, but he can kind of tell him there's something going on in the background, mm-hmm. you know, so... So 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 that's happening, um, but then um, you know, Mitchie, sorry, um, and and then that is when after that the whole thing went away. They were like, oh shoot, like OJ was kind of like disappointed because he was like, dang, they didn't get it on camera because the bug was in the way. And that's when Emerald was kind of like, um, Emerald was kind of like, dude, okay, okay, nah, 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 nah okay, maybe we should stop doing this and just go away. Like, and she was telling OJ like, OJ. Maybe it's not a good idea. Maybe we should just go. And, stuff. and that's when OJ was like, nah, nah, man. And that's when OJ 
started to be like, you know what? No, like, no, you know what? Maybe we do need to do this. And that's when OJ had this idea, like, no, you know what? Maybe we should do this. This could actually kind of work. We almost got her on camera. Just, we just, we just didn't get it this time because the bug was in the way. But next time for sure, we'll get it. Like, like we'll get it. That's what Aaron Mold's like. <sighs> like, okay, fine. Like, okay, fine, fine, fine. We'll, you know, fine. We'll, we'll, we'll do with that, I guess. And stuff. Even though I feel like realistically, maybe both of them wouldn't and would just probably leave the area. I mm-hmm. get why OJ needs to do this because, okay, one, they need that money. And two, we need more plot reasons because the script says so. So I'm like, all right, I, I, I guess they'll do that. I think after that, that is when, I think that is when um, they start to call uh, that dude. Remember that guy, the, the, the camera guy? Remember that, that director dude? Yeah, um, that's uh, when who's in charge of the videos and images. Like Yeah, that they worked on. Um, the, the dude that they were, they were trying to work with. I forgot what, the, he, I forgot what uh, person he um, is. Oh, um, his host. His host. host. Um, Antler's, um, Antler's host, host, played by Michael Winsk. But, but his job, I forgot. He's a director. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he, he, yeah he's a director in, in, in stuff. Um, and they tried to call him because they thought like if he helps him out, he would definitely be, you know... Definitely be a good help, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then, um, but, <clears throat> but then when they try to call him, he's kind of like, well, what do you want me to do exactly? They're like, oh, we're trying to film reality. <laughs> she didn't know what word to say, so she was like, oh, uh, we're uh, trying to make, um, we're trying to film a reality. And the guy was like, oh, reality. And, and, and then OJ's like, and she's like, oh, oh, oh documentary. And he's like, mm, that's better. And OJ was like, bro, like, and she's like, I'm sorry, you know, that was funny. Um, and then, um, and then, and I think there was a point, I, for, I forgot, there was a reason why OJ was kind of like, no, 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 like, like, don't tell him what we're exactly we're trying to do or, or whatever. Because she was kind of like, no, he needs to know what exactly we're trying to do. And he was like, nah, because he's probably not going to buy it, whatever, you know. And then, but then when they try to tell him, like, look, you just got to get here to, you need to be here to understand what we're talking about. Like, what were you telling me to come and film is something, like, something big, something, something, you, the impossible shot. And then that's when he was, like, impossible. Mm, like, that's never going to be a thing. And that's when he was just kind of making a point to him, like, listen, like, I've been in this work field for a long time, so I'm just like, hmm. I don't know. I don't think there's anything called the impossible shot or just no, whatever. He's just kind of like, mm, you know, because he kind of he feels like a burnt out kind of director that just kind of feels empty, kind of burnt out, and he's kind of like, mm, like, eh, whatever. Like you know what I'm saying? And he's constantly, and if you notice, like he's constantly just watching his old videos of predators eating their prey. And you notice that, right? Yeah, I he's that. watching footages and stuff, and then I feel like the whole point of him constantly watching that is. I think it's supposed to be a big foreshadowing of what happens to him mm. later on. I'm assuming. I think that's what it is. Because I've been watching for the second time. And I'm like, you know what? I kind of get a good idea of what was the whole point behind those footages. Because remember, he constantly just watches nothing but like, again, videos of, predator, of predators eating their prey and stuff like that. Like old footage like a lion eating like, I think it was a footage of a lion fighting and trying to eat like a snake. Or something like that, you know, or like a wolf eating, like something, like just, again, like animals eating each other in general, and he just kind of like, mm, just watching it, like old footage and stuff, and, and of course, they, they failed at, at that, uh, they failed at trying to convince him to come and help him out, and then that is when they saw the, the Fry's electronic van coming in, and that is when Angel came outside, and they were like, Angel, like, what are you doing here, and Angel was like, he's looking at the sky, and he's like, 
oh my god, it's real. And they're like, what's real? And that's when Angel showed him the camera footage. She's like, okay, look at the clouds. I pay attention. And, and remember, clouds move. You know what I'm saying? We don't notice it, but sometimes clouds, if you really, really pay attention, they clouds do move, but they move very slow. Mm-hmm. So since he was speaking up the footage, he was speaking it up, so the clouds look like they're moving really fast, right? But then he, he was pointing out that there's one cloud that's not moving and just staying there. And that's when they figured out that that's the UFO. That's the UFO. Mm-hmm. And the UFO is obviously blending as a cloud, you know, and that is when Angel, and that's when, and this is when Angel starts to get more involved, and this is when Angel finally starts to get more involved with their whole situation, and stuff, and, um, yeah, and that is when, and then, um, and yeah, so that's when they started, and I think that's when, and I think Angel was also there just to, to set up more stuff with the camera, like fix more stuff with the camera, maybe the settings, maybe like the position, in order to get a better shot next time, and all that kind of stuff, since they kind of failed at that. Um, and I think that is when OJ started heading back to that area, the Jukes area, to go get Lucky. Because they're like, because he's like, nah, I need to get Lucky. You know, because remember, they took Lucky. So he was like, like, shoot, I'm going to go get Lucky. And then that is when we get to see more of the flashback of Jupe. And then that is when, and then that is when they show the full, the full flashback showing what happened. Like, remember, they, they showed the balloons and they popped and then Gory freaked out. It was like a, them, it was either them her, her rehearsing or officially filming the sitcom episode mm-hmm. of Gory's birthday. And then we saw all the actors, they're acting out their scene and everything. And that is when, when the balloons popped, that's when we hear all the noises of like Gory going crazy and just like hurting people. And the again, the way it's shot is amazing. Like it was slowly panning to the inside of the whole set and the room. I mean, you notice that the whole room's empty now because I think everybody just ran away mm-hmm. and stuff. And the only people that are still there are like the the people that were unfortunately attacked by Gordy. Like, um, because we didn't see the daughter character, like the character, the actress who plays like the daughter of of the show of like the sitcom. But we did see the woman who played as the mom of the sitcom. Her body was right there. Remember, she was the one with the missing shoe. And there was this, and that shoe was in the background. Mm-hmm. And, oh my god. It was, like, I think what's scary was when we hear her, like, like, <laughs> like still alive. Yeah, and I was like, wait, she's still alive? And she was like, Gordy, don't. Yeah, and that's when Gordy was like, <laughs> like Yeah, and I was like, I should have played dead. Yeah, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I feel like maybe she should have played dead, but yeah, I, I, I get it. And that's when Gordy started hitting her and just, you could hear like the sound of him like still trying to like, like, I'm not sure what he was doing, eating or not like eating, but just like biting the crap out of her, like maybe her face or neck or something. Cause you hear like, like sound, you're just like, like, oh, that's nasty. And it's nasty. scary because you're in a, you're seeing from the perspective of um, Jude. Jude when he was Jude. a kid. So yeah. And that is when we get the part where the actor who plays the dad he was still alive. He was just hiding, and he just rushed downstairs. And Gordy saw it, and oh my god, this scene freaked me out as well. Because I thought that he was really gonna make it, like call for help, mm-hmm. but no. No, because remember, chips are pretty fast and, and yeah. stuff. So when he came in, Gordy was right in front of him, and he was like, "Remember, Gordy had that kind of stance, like he was ready to like jump, like jump at him or like attack him." And that's when the guy was like, "Gordy, Gordy, no, like stay back, like." Stay back, and I was like, "Bro, you're dead, man. Like that, you're dead. Like don't like, cause you're wasting your time. You're 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 dead." And he was like, "Gordy, no, stop, stop." And the fact that he was pointing at it as well, it's like, dude, that's a that's bad. A bad sign. You don't ever do that. But he did it anyway. He's like, "Gordy, stop, no." And he tries to run away, but Gordy again, since he's like a fast, like, I, cause I think, cause the guy was like on this side, right? And Gordy was was like located like across from him, like a, a few feet across from him. 
So the dude tried to get to the other way around, but then Gordy, but he was still like Gordy was following him and rushed quickly followed him to the kitchen. That's when we hear the sounds of him like I'm not sure if he bit him or like just like rip him rip his face off or whatever. I think he just beat him up and that's it. Like he just like and you just hear the sound of him like Gordy, no, no, and then he's like hitting him and stuff. Oh my god, it, it was scary. And that's when we get that shot when he comes out from the kitchen and he was just like just like you know how like chimps you know when chimps when they're done eating or doing their thing they just kind of like make their sound they, you know they do their whole gestures and sound and like, I'm, like just casually like he just casually just there looking around and he took off his birthday hat and everything and he was like wiping his face and that is when we had the big scene where he looked at Jude yeah and I got really scared because when he looked straight at him Jude he was looking straight at us and I'm like no 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 yeah, because again, because I was kind of like I like, said, the scene makes it look like you're seeing perspective of Jude. Mm-hmm. That's even that's what makes it this scene very terrifying. Right? No, I, I agree. So like, because I remember, and when he did that, I was like, I was very curious. Like, what is okay? What is he gonna do? Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's when he looked at, noticed that Jude was hiding under the table, and he slowly went under the table to go look at Jude. And you would think he'd probably attack him, but no, instead. Nah, he didn't talk to Jube at all. He was, it looked like he was trying to tell him something. I don't know what he was trying to tell Because, you know, chimps, because remember, chimps are kind of smart. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They can act, when they, you know, you know, you know, they don't speak English or a human, they don't talk like humans, but like when they do the whole, like, mm-hmm. they're actually talking to you or saying something, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or seemingly somebody, you, you know what I mean? And when he was talking to him, he was like, like, like he was turning around, like looking like he was, t- it looked like he was trying to tell him something. And I wasn't sure what exactly. My interpretation of him, it felt like Gordy was trying to tell him, like, hey, they, it's okay, they're dead, I killed them, they're, they're not going to bother us anymore. That, that's, that's how I interpreted it, because remember, when the boots popped, he freaked out, and he saw it as a threat. But he never saw Gordy, but, and I felt like he never saw Jupe as a threat. Like, he, maybe it was because Jupe was the only person that was cool with him, maybe? Because what if maybe behind the scenes, some, some of the people of the cast, especially like the animal trainers or whatever, didn't really probably treat him right? And everything, because remember, the last thing you should do when it comes to apes or animals and animals, when you try too hard to like, what's the word? When you try to um, what's the word? Like trying to, I don't want to say humanize, like what? Have them to be more civilized, civilized. Or, or something like that. Yeah, because it doesn't work. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that's how civilized. it is. Yeah, because that doesn't remember. That's not how it works. It doesn't work out that way. Because remember, I think they they're still animals. They belong. In an animal environment, they don't belong in in a human environment. Sometimes they don't. They rather belong in the wild and chilling, mind their own business. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And that's why people always make jokes about like, well, not jokes, but like you've seen videos of like monkeys or apes or like certain animals dressed like humans, whatever. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, look cool, they're dripping. But people said like, hey, keep doing that. They're gonna snap one day and be like, get off of me. I can't take this anymore. Like you know what, Caesar? Yeah. Uh, kind of like like kind of apes where he was wearing like human clothes because he thought he was human, but the other apes were like, bro, like. You one of us. You wild like us, dude. Like, yeah. like you, you know what I mean. Like, like you, you know what I mean. But I mean, that's sort of a different situation. But you know what I mean. Yeah. So that kind of interpreted it as like he thought Jude was the only person that like, he was cool with, and and stuff. But also, I remember um uh, uh, my uh, my friend, the person I watched with. I would say his name, but at the same time, I don't know. I I haven't. I didn't ask for his consent from him. I haven't asked him for his consent for me to shout him out. So I I don't know. So I'm just gonna say. My friend, the friend I watched it with, um, he gave, he told me a very interesting interpretation. 
saying that like, he felt like, I think another reason why he gave Jupe a pass or was cool Jupe is because of the fact that Jupe was trying to give him a genuine mm-hmm. interest, like a very genuine good gift, even though he was a small gift, but he was very genuine and cool. While the daughter character who gave him that big gift was just only giving him that big huge present as a way to one up, as a way to one up um, against uh, the kid, Shub, mm-hmm. I guess, yeah, something like that. Like, like, well, my present is better. Yeah. Look what I gave it's him. It's part of the character in the show. Yeah, yeah, it's part of the character. But remember, remember, Gordy's an animal. And, he doesn't understand what's going on. Eyes, he kind of saw, and ever since he saw the bloom, yeah, he saw it as a threat. Yeah, he saw it as a threat. Like, 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 yeah, exactly. So that's why I thought, like, maybe that's what you're trying to tell Jupe. Like, hey, I killed him. It's fine. They try to hurt me and probably try to hurt you, but it's cool. They're gone now. And that is when he tries to do the iconic fist bump to to Jupe and everything. Because I think that's like the thing they do in the show. That the whole fist bump thing. That's how they like, hey, fist bump. And he tried to do the fist bump. And that's when Jupe was like, oh, okay. And then he slowly put his hand, like, he was slowly going to um, fist bump Gordy. And then um, it was too late because they, I think the people came in and shot uh, I'm assuming the police that came in and shot Gordy. And I was yeah, like, I was like, yeah. yeah, man. I was like, damn. And the fact that again, a kid had to witness that as well, like had like an animal learning getting shot in front of the faces, like in front of their face. That's horrifying, dude. It's really scary and stuff. And I kind of felt bad because I was like, even though like yes, there was no other way, like you actually had to put him down. It still makes me sad because I'm like, Gordy, remember Gordy was just an animal, like he. Yeah. He thought the whole blue thing was a threat, so that's why he snapped, but he, it makes sense why they had to kill him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Because I heard arguments saying that the reason why in situations like that, sometimes they don't risk using tranquilizers, even though sometimes I feel like they should. There's times where the reason why they don't is because they said sometimes there's a 50, 50% chance the tranquilizer won't work, and it would just make it worse. Like, it would just make it freak out even more, be like, oh, you trying to kill me? Ah! You know you know what I mean? So, that's why I understand why sometimes they just have them just with a bomb. Yeah. And I remember when I saw that, I thought of the whole Harambe situation. Because yeah, I, I was like, oh no, Harambe. I'm like, oh no, it's just like Harambe. I'm like, no. I'm like, yeah, I'm flashbacks. I know. I was like, oh no. <laughs> Justice from Gordy, you know? But I, I get why they had to put him down and stuff like that. But, um, but yeah, because, and then after that flashback, that's when we cut back to uh, Juke in present time, where just, he was in the office and he was just. He was literally just sitting on the desk, just having that look on his face like, damn. Yeah, and it's kind of funny because you kind of trace back to that other scene earlier where he was talking about, like, how, like, oh, my God, that's that that experience was, like, oh, my God, like, was very shocking and surprising. Mm-hmm. He makes it look like it's, like, a good thing. Like, like a good thing or, like, something that was, like, oh, but it was awesome just how crazy it was. Like, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, but looking back, when he cutting back to that scene, he was, like, yeah, you can tell by maybe again deep down if you think about it, he, he never, never healed. Fully recovered from yeah, that. he never healed from it. But, but, but I think there's all. But remember, there's also another reason why he looks back at that moment in a positive light, in a way. You know what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. and this is when we get to the part where they revealed that. Because remember, he's getting ready for this big event to show this audience, right? Because remember, how early in the film, he was trying to invite. OJ Emerald to the whole, this whole event that he was gonna have at the carnival and stuff, and then he was trying to get ready for his lines. His like he's trying to get ready for his lines, his introduction to the whole thing, and that is when he, they we cut to the event that's going on, and everybody in the audience. There's not that much people in there. It wasn't a whole lot of people, but it was a, a good amount of people there at the at the like sitting in the, in the audience chairs and everything. And that is when um, we see Juke coming in, and be like, hey. 
Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Everybody, welcome. I'm really happy you guys are here. You guys are here for a big event. I just want to give a shout out and thanks to the staff that helped me out make this happen, the music people. And he said, also, I want to give thanks. Or I also want to like give applause to my coworker and also my first crush, so-and-so. And then it was the girl. And apparently there's a woman in the audience that's in a, not a wheelchair, but like in those, you know, like this, um, what do you call them? Um, it was like one of those, um, it's not a wheelchair, it's not a wheelchair, but you know, like those chairs where it's like, it has a, uh, God dang it. But you know, yeah, I, know. I forgot, it's, but you know, it's like, a, it's like a wheel device. It's like, it has wheels and it has like, uh, um, bars and stuff. And there's like, a, I don't know what you call it, but she's like in a wheelchair type kind of device. It kind of makes you kind of like, I keep talking, keep, keep. And then she had a hat and she had a thing that covers her face. And we all knew who this was because we saw in the trailer, but we didn't know exactly Okay, who exactly this person is. We're like, we saw this woman in the trailer, but we didn't understand why did she look the way she looked in the trailer, you know? And that is when he said my coworker and my original crush, so-and-so, and that's when they revealed that, like, um, okay, I think I got it right here. I think they, the person was Haley Houston. That was her name, Haley Houston. Um, yeah, um, Haley Houston, um, the, the, the person with this, she was the, actress that play as the daughter of a sitcom. Yeah. At first I thought, for some reason, I thought it was the mom. Like, the actress plays as the mom of the sitcom. But no, she's dead. The person who survived but then ended up becoming disfigured because of the attack was the daughter character. So I was like, oh, okay. And Gordon probably messed up her legs, maybe. I if think you, so. think about maybe. it, because I'm pretty sure she can walk or stand up, mm. but, it, but I feel like he damaged her legs maybe legs. Or, or some or maybe, or maybe or her, her spine maybe or, yeah some or maybe her bones maybe that's well okay you say that but she's still up though hmm. uh, unless um unless maybe her one of her like like her pelvis or maybe her um, legs maybe mm -hmm. i'm not sure though because again i i can see where you come from because i assume she couldn't walk never too. never mind of the spine i don't think she can because she stood up later on, so I was kind of like, oh, okay. But anyway. I don't know. I think she, he permanent damaged with this area, his mm -hmm. leg area, maybe. Her what? Around of her legs area. Like somewhere around there? Yeah. Okay. Um, but then that's when we revealed that, oh, it's, again, so, like, uh, Haley Houston, everybody, and everything. And that's when they were like, oh, and I was like, oh, it's her. She survived. Okay. And that's when they kind of, they also revealed that those monkey, the kids with the monkey suits mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah, that, those are his kids. No. So I was like, oh, okay. I was like, well, that, that makes a lot of sense, you know. Um, and that's when he was telling them, like, people, just let you guys know that we've discovered something great. we discovered something bizarre, a, a spectacle. We discovered an alien life form out there, and I call them the viewers. And he was talking about how, like, he, for he known about this, about them, for a while now, for like a few months, and they said that every night, every night they go out and and I guess um, and I guess talk to them or at least try to like offer them something to eat, um, offer something to them. And and I didn't even talk about horses, and that's why you had the black horse Lucky in that glass tank, because to, to, to give it to the to to the UFO to show people, like, yeah, it's a real actual UFO and everything. And people were like, what? Like, oh wow! And they're playing the music to lighten up to like fit the mood. And they're like, oh wow! Like, okay. And they're talking about how, like, if you shut down your phones and everything, electronics, it will come in. Because remember how you always shut down electronics and everything like that? That's what they're like, don't use your phones yet. Just keep it down because it's something you got to see for yourself, you know. 
And then that is when the uh, and that is when um, the UFO ends up coming early, and that's when he was like, "Oh!" And then he was freaking. He's kind of and and what's funny is that the horse was not. He wasn't trying to leave because like leave the tank. Yeah, and he was like, "Come on, gotta go." And Mm -hmm. then he the horse was just staying there in the tank. Mm -hmm. And I was you and the audience were confused because I'm like, wait. Why is the why is the horse not leaving? Like mm-hmm. he knows it's out there, but where? Mm-hmm. Right, and no, because you can tell Lucky. Remember, Lucky's seen some stuff. He he's, he's like, seen some stuff. So of course he's like, no, they took they took <laughs> they took my friend ghost. So I'm not. I'm no, no way. Mm-mm. You know, and he was like, come on, get it, like go, come on. And that's when the UFO comes in, and they're like, oh, okay, everybody, it's it's here early, but. Everybody, like it's 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 here earlier than we thought, but it's okay. Like, let's all calm down. It's it's here. It's everybody. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the UFO, and that's when the UFO finally comes in, and the whole audience are looking up, and that's when again the lady, um, the Haley Houston girl, ends up sitting up and look looking up, and that's when we see, we see her full face, and everybody's looking up like, whoa, what the heck? And that is when we get a really big terrifying scene. Uh, the UFO coming in and creating a whole dust, like a dust tornado cloud, like a dust cloud tornado thing going on. That it does, remember, it spit, because remember the air and the mm-hmm. dust and everything. And then we see the fight, like the shot of like Shoot looking up and his hat is coming off and everything, and he's just looking up. And that is when we hear people are like, and that's when we hear in the background just people screaming. And that's when you're just kind of like, oh no. And abducted, and this scene literally hands on with one of besides the chip part. Hands out with the most terrifying scenes of the entire film. And that's when we get a quick shot of everybody flying up in like flying up inside the UFO, everyone screaming and everything. And that's when we got like a very again, a scary scene, a good example of claustrophobia, bro. Mm-hmm. You just like you can't really see what's really going on, but you can kind of tell it's literally just everybody that's in the audience are really stuck into they're stuck on something. You don't know what it is. You don't know what. Like, you really don't yeah. know what what exactly they're inside. Like, you're going like, to say something? While they were stuck in that, in that UFO into something and them screaming, I was trying to, like, try to see where are they because it was mm-hmm. very, it's black, mm-hmm. red, and black, and then red. Mm-hmm. It's like in that scene. Yeah, because it's I really dark. Like, I was trying my hardest to look closely, but I was saying I was terrified yeah. at the same time. It was like they were inside of a tube. Yeah. Or some like some rubber weird tube or something. You just hear everybody screaming, they're crying, they're freaking out. And then we see that one last part of the whole of the moment, the scary moment where we see that girl on the very top, and she's all screaming and crying. Ah, it was an, it was a scary scene because you literally see everybody being stuck together in this tube. Because I'm like, what what's happening? Yeah, and you're, and you're not even sure what exactly is even happening. Because me, I was kind of like. Okay, is this like a tube or something or or what? You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm not gonna like I even though I was unsure what was going on, I kind of figured like because it looks like they're closely they look like intestinal. Yeah, like, look, look, yeah, it looks like they're inside of the stomach like, or something like, like, like they're like yeah organ like. And I was like looking closely at first. I'm like, wait, no. Mm-hmm. This, this this can't be it. Mm-hmm. But then I, par- I was trying to think about something else, mm-hmm. kind of. But I was like, maybe that's just the outside of the ship, the inside of the ship, and they're being taken to something else, mm-hmm. something far worse. Mm-hmm. But then I was like, you know, no, 
I, I need to see it for myself. I yeah, but I kind of figure like it, it's something like it's like is this a ship or did they put them in some I, I don't know something else? You know what I mean? So that's why I was like again, it was all terrifying. So the way it was shot, the way it was lit, and the acting, and everybody freaking out like it, it was scary. It was horrifying mm-hmm. to watch. So so yeah, that happened. And then after that, that's when we cut back to OJ going to the carnival. And that when it goes to the carnival, that's when you notice the whole carnival is all destroyed. Except for, uh, is, was Lucky in the carnival still? He was still yeah. staying still. Yeah, yeah, no, no, he was still, yeah, he was still, um, no, remember, he was still there. He found him there. Like, he, he was, he was still there. Remember, remember, there was a reason the horse didn't get taken. Because remember, he wasn't exactly looking up, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that's when, like, OJ was looking around, like, what the heck happened? Like, the whole place was all trashed. You know, it's all messy. There was a bunch of, like, the half of the buildings are all destroyed and everything. When you see a freaking pig on top of a building just chilling there, so you're like, what yeah, the heck? Yeah, good thing I survived. <laughs> yeah, that, that pig was cute, but the, like, the pig was like, oink, oink, like, and he was just like, what the heck? Stupid humans are away. Yeah, that pig's like, for my people. <laughs> like, this is for my pig people. Meanwhile, Lucky is freaking out, like, oh my god. Yeah, yeah, Lucky's just right there, like, bro. Like, I, I see, see some, I, I see some. Yeah, 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 he's like, I see some shit. Like, bro, like, for, like he, cause he did, Lucky did. Yeah, that's yeah. the only reason Lucky didn't want to go out, cause he was like, bro, I see some stuff. I do not want to go out. Yeah, um, and that's when OJ was like, what the heck? So that's when he was walking, and that's when he found Lucky. And that is when the UFO came back, and he was like, oh, crap. And that's when OJ, and that's when OJ went back to the hiding. Yeah, he ducked. Yeah, and I think I think the UFO was sucking other stuff up, I think, or it was something. And that's when OJ started to got a realization of how this UFO kind of works. Mm-hmm. And then while that was going on, that's when um we that's when we get to cut back to uh, Emerald. Emerald was in her house. Wait, Emerald's in her house, just chilling. And I think um, Angel fit, finally finished fixing up, setting up the cameras, and fix up the settings and, and position. Remember, it was it was raining too, huh? It was raining. Yeah, it, it didn't all of a sudden for some reason it, it, it became raining and, there, and he, that's when Angel was like and he was like alright it's I got everything done so you can go do you can do it yourself if you want and that's when I was like oh no no I like it better when you do it and he's like oh, alright cool so, well, let me know if something comes up and that's when Angel goes back to his van and he started to try his drives away and, and stuff and then while while that's going on that is when I think that is I think why he was driving that's when we heard the song and it was that really creepy 80s song that song i got my sunglasses on like i got my sunglasses yeah it was pretty good song it was, it was a, i mean it's a creepy song already because it's basically a stalker song oh, yeah. yeah that's basically what the song like put my shades on while i'm stalking somebody or something like that so i was like okay it's a, it's a creepy stalker song and i can see why jordan peele put that song in there because again like I, i'm a I, I guess it fits the whole idea of the ufo watching people to go and take people or something like that and I think while he was driving I think that's when the car broke down like the, the power went down and everything that's when Angel was like oh what like what the heck and that's when we hear OJ driving that's when he called um, Emerald to talk about the situation and that's when Emerald and that's when OJ realized that the UFO is not exactly really a UFO but it's an actual it's probably a creature like a predator like, cause he said it's an animal. Like, it's actually, it's not taking really people, it's eating people. And that's when we realized, 
Oh, crap. So we were right then that those people weren't exactly just getting taken. They were getting eaten. They were literally inside Which the makes stomach. more sense because I'm like, what's with all these organs and intestines that are surrounding them? Yeah, because think about it, Those thingies that were inside the UFO that was squishy and breathing. Like, like, it looked like, like the, again, the insides of a certain body. Like like a test, like you mentioned yeah. organs or intestines or because something like that. Because it has you think like, okay, so... And yeah, because when during the movie, I'm like, why do they scream constantly when they're being taken away? I mean, mm-hmm. is there something going on right there? Yeah, because remember, but, every oh, I'm sorry. But they're actually getting eaten alive. Yeah, because throughout the movie, every time it will fly, it will fly above, and you hear screams, and then the screams will come from either horses or just people screaming. So it makes sense why you would hear people screaming. Like my 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 prediction was that people were getting tortured. Or something like that inside the UFO, but then it turns out like no, they're actually not exactly like in a way yeah, they're getting tortured, but 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 not getting tortured by like alien people, but like they're getting slowly eaten in or or get digested by the insides of of the um of, of the creature. You know what I mean? So it's like oh dang, you know you know what I mean? So, I got that sense before watching the movie. Um, I was trying to I was trying to. Like, Theorize every single thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I was, because you mentioned that there's something going on with that UFO. Mm-hmm. It's very terrifying. It's very claustrophobic. I was like, maybe the aliens are trying to um, shred the humans to death. Have them inside to a tube and have them go one by one and shred them. Like, oh, like a shredder thinking? Like a shredder thinking. Like inside a tube mm-hmm. and have them being shred. Interesting. Okay. Okay, that's funny. I don't know. I don't know. Because, no, 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 no. That's funny that you said that because in a way, something like that did happen, but they're not getting shredded, but instead they're getting digested. Because yeah. remember, they're inside the stomach. Yeah, man. you know what I'm saying. So you were kind of close. You're kind of close. Yeah, because I was like claustrophobia, and I was like, okay, and mm-hmm. I was like, maybe they're being shredded to death. Mm-hmm. I don't know. This was me before watching the movie, guys. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, no, no. I, I get it. I get it. But the difference is that remember it wasn't remember we realized that it's not shit it's it's a living thing mm. that's literally eating people you know oh. so um so yeah and then uh, while that's going on but remember he couldn't finish what he was trying to say to Ammo because of the power went like remember his phone so the shut down I think Angel remember didn't Angel rush to the house because yeah. he realized the UFO was on top of the house and so that's when Angel like nope nope. And that's when Angel rushed back to the house. I think he ran back to the house. Yeah, and this was also another good terrifying scene of like a lot of like dark tension, like scary tension going on because Angel rushes to the house, and then Emerald's like, "Well, like she noticed that like there's something out there, like like some outside of their house." And then we see Angel giving the knife, taking out the knife, and he's hiding under the table, and he was like, <sighs> like, like hiding on the table, and that's when Emerald's like, "Oh crap!" And she's trying to duck too. And everything like the whole house is kind of shaking and everything, and that's when we notice that the uh, the UFO is literally on top of the house, spinning, just literally dripping, spinning out blood and just coins. Again, coins, keys, just any any object that's not flesh, mm-hmm. that's just plastic, metal, all that kind of stuff, like spinning out that stuff on top of the house. So it's so yes, it's raining, but it's also like mostly like raining. Just raining blood on yeah, top of the house. Yeah, and you have to be like, oh my god. Yeah, so it's like, bro, imagine the smell, too. Uh, it's raining and also raining blood on top of the house. Like, imagine that. many humans died. Yeah, yeah, and many humans, or maybe even insides, or, yeah, or something like insides. that, you know? Yeah, Yeah, so it's like, yeah, this is nasty. And that is when, and then OJ gets closer, and then remember, his car gets shut down when, mm-hmm. as he gets closer, because that's when you realize, like, yeah, there's something out there. And then, um... 
and then that is when um, he, and that is when he opened the door. We had that funny moment where he opened the door to go see what's out there, and the UFO is literally on top of him, like like up there, like a, like on top of him. And that's when he he closed the door back down. He's like, mm-mm, mm-mm, nope, nope, mm-mm. <laughs> and it was so funny because he was like, no. Nope. Good thing. Mm-hmm. Good thing he stayed there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what about? And then like, I because remember, didn't they say inside the house, but also inside of the. Inside of the car, but didn't also say inside the car for like almost the whole night or at least a good few hours. I think the whole because because of how because of the fact that the UFO was out there and stuff. So um so yeah, and then um and I think there was also another scary moment where um I think the UFO also spit out the the the, the plastic fake horse. Remember that bait? It smelled the bait and it landed on the window at the front window and it crashed and he was like. And it was a scary moment because we didn't expect it. it was like a jump scare. And then that's when he locked the door. He locked the door and he was like, Mm-mm. he locked the door. It was so funny. <laughs> I mean, that was so funny. But I think another reason why. What was it? No, no, the music was turned off, right? No, no, the music was turned off. Remember, the power was off. So that's what they had to. So that's when he had to stay at the car for like a few, at least maybe an hour or two. And it stopped raining, and then later on, the rain stopped, and he kind of woke up and noticed that the alien was sort of gone, but it's probably still close by, and that is when Angel, Angel, and, um, Angel, and Emerald were trying to go outside. Well, Emerald was trying to go outside, but Angel was like, no, you can't out there. She's like, dude, that's my brother. He's out there. He's like, yeah, I know, but wait, just stay right there, and stuff, and that is when the power went back on, and that's when you heard the song plays in the background, and then he's like... The, the I got my soul glasses on or sunglasses on, but it was slow and reverb. Mm-hmm. And I kind of laughed at that. I, I, I thought it was kind of funny and interesting because remember, slowing and reverbing song is such a trend now. Yep. And actually, I'm not gonna lie, I'm a sucker for that. I'm a sucker for like slow and reverb certain songs. Unless it's, and, unless it's a fit. It's better versions, of course. And yeah, it's better versions like Nightcore or whatever. And so, I mean, that has always been a thing and stuff. But the slow and reverb stuff, no, I, I like that because it, it makes it sound really cool. I'm not gonna lie. But, um, but yeah, they were they were doing that, and and, and it really fits the creepy moment and, and the intention and everything. It was like, I got my soul, and you just hear the synth drums, but like, because remember, it's reverbed, so it sounds even more creepy and cool. And it, oh my god, it was it has it to be really more cool. scared for OJ because he's still in that. Yeah, because remember, he opened the door, and that's when he told Angel and Emma to come rush into the van because remember they had to get out of there. Like, and also, ha- he noticed that he. If he, every time he looks up, that's where the UFO keeps doing, the alien keeps coming. Yeah, exactly. And he was like, you know what? Let me try looking down. And that's what and he, he was like, guys, guys, get over here, get over here. Yeah, you, you, you're right. Because remember, he thought about that. He thought about that moment with the horse. Remember Lucky? When he freaked out when he saw his reflection of himself in the mirror? That's when he got the good idea like, oh, shoot, like maybe that's how... Maybe that's how he, he, he sees you. Is if you look at it, it will look back, look at you back. And then that's when it will take you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why he was looking down and he was trying, and then he was like, he's like, come on, come on, come on, come on. Like he was selling emeralds and angels to rush the van. And that's when they're going back to the van and they just got out of that area and stuff. It was a really creepy, crazy moment, but the way it was shot too, like especially the moment where he got out of the, his van or truck and he was like rushing back to the van and everything. Like the way it was shot, like the, 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 Especially the weather, because it was like a cloud. Because it was early in the morning, but it was also that the weather looked kind of cloudy too. Kind of, you know what I'm saying? Um, no, no, no. Was it morning or was it like just? It was close to the nighttime. I think it was close to the nighttime. 
No, no, no. No, I think it was early in the morning, oh, actually. Oh, it was early in the morning. Because remember, the next... Okay. Because remember, it transitions to him and Angel's room during the daytime mm. and stuff. But then we see... But then he was looking down like, come on, come on, guys, let's go. And that's when they get to the van and he got out of there. But yeah, no, the way it looked in that entire scene was really good. Especially how the weather, especially the, since it was like early in the morning and it was like sunny, but also the clouds were still covering everything and stuff. Just, oh my God, it, it looked really good. It looked really, really cool. And that's when they got out of that property, they got, the, they got out of the area. And that's when they crashed into Angel's place, his apartment. And that was funny how like, I think, I'm not sure what Angel and... Um, Emerald were really trying to do, but they were they were either playing something or they were watching through VR because they were wearing the VR glasses or the VR gear or what I don't know what you call it. But they were I never like I, I don't know I don't know a whole lot when it comes to VR, so I don't know. But they were watching something through VR, and I'm assuming they're high or something like that. Especially Emerald because Emerald was doing something while she had the VR set. So I'm like I'm not like like I don't know what they were trying to do because Angel and Emerald were VR like. Uh, but, but OJ's the only one that's just like really thinking and thinking and just sitting there like really thinking and all kind of stuff and that's when we transition to them at the uh, I'm not sure if it was supposed to be like a taco place or it was like a fast burger joint I think uh, it's a fast burger like, like a fast food burger joint whatever yeah something like that but like they were eating there and that's when they were talking and that's when we see Angel and Emerald just having that fun conversation whatever and stuff but um but yeah, I thought it was fun. But that moment was cool because we get to see that Angel and Emerald actually slowly becoming homies, kind of. You know, and I like that because they because they did get along pretty well in the film. Like their moments together was really cool. Because remember, they both stayed in the house like freaking out like together. So after that moment, they're like, "Wow, like, hey, at least we survived that moment." So they're all talking and everything. And I thought it was funny how like OJ kind of ruined the moment while he was kind of like, I forgot what he said, but he said something about like. He said something about like the UFO, about the about the thingy, like the UFO, and then that's when Angel was like, um, OJ, um, no offense, but read the room, bro. Like he was like, bro, come on, man, like don't read the room, come on, man. And OJ was kind of like, mm, all right, and that's when he kind of went outside, and that's when OJ was trying to be like, um, and that's when OJ was like, okay, we we kind of have to go back and everything. And then Emma was like, no, no, dude. Because I think Emma was upset that like it was her fault anyway that this whole thing happened. And OJ was like, no, 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 it's not your fault. What you did was cool. It's fine. What you did was cool. It was fine. But we have to go back. Like, we have to go back and do this. And Emma was kind of like, oh, my God, like, bro, like, I don't know. And you, you don't blame Emma and Angel because they were like, bro, they were scary. Like, we don't want to do this with OJ's, but we got, but hey, we have to go back and do this anyway. Come on. Like, yeah. We, we, we got to feel for, um, um, Ember and Angel about it because after the whole experience they had to go through, they were like, because no. it was scary, it was really scary. And you would think Angel was being uh, um, OJ would be scared, but OJ is kind of scared, but he does feel that he's like, no, we have to go back, like, we're this close, we're this, this close, so we, we have to go back and do this. We got, we got to finish what we started. Emerald, you could tell, and Angel, he was kind of like, mm, like, I don't know, like, I, I don't know how to feel, but he was kind of like, mm, I don't know, but then Emerald, she was feeling the same way too. But then that's when she got the phone call from, um, what's his name again? Um, from the director, um, and, um, Antler's host. That's when she got the phone call from him. And that's when she, they, that's when they found, we found out that Antler's host wants to help him out. He wants to join in. Because remember, there was a scene when he was watching the news, and that's when he got the news about the crazy disappearance or weird event that happened at the carnival. And that's when he realized, oh, crap, like, you know what? Maybe they're right. Maybe they were being serious. And that's when we see Antler's host at the, uh, 
meet up with them and ask them questions about what they saw, what's going on, what they're gonna do about this, and what or what what do they call this thing into everything? And that's when they told them like, yeah, it's, it's some what whatever's out there is not really a ship, but it's a creature. It's like it's some animal. It's something mm-hmm. that's eating. It's eating our horses and stuff. Which that's the reason why Juke was trying to buy his horse because he was feeding. He was feeding it to the to the creature through a boat this entire time mm-hmm. and stuff, you know. So, um, so yeah. Oh yeah, and also yeah, and and it's um and the thing about Juke is that even though Juke was was low key was low key a crooked character because I felt like he was just only using the horses to feed it to the to the UFO creature mm-hmm. or the UFO like creature. In a way, you kind of still sympathize with him. Yeah, you still. But because of what he went through, just in a way and stuff. But also, I I, I, I I totally forgot to mention this, but I think the whole point of shoot when it comes to the connection with the alien was the fact that, like, because he survived that chip attack, he felt like, if I survived from that, like, he felt like he conquered, or not like conquered, but like, he felt like nothing can ever touch him, yeah. nothing can ever hurt him, nothing can ever kill him, because... Conquer death, like, in he, a way, conquered. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, yeah, right. He conquered death because of the fact that he survived from that chip attack. He felt like nothing could kill him. Nothing nothing would ever go wrong. Nothing bad could ever happen to him because he, in a way, you feel like he conquered death. Like, like a predator didn't even attack him, but instead was cool with him. So you feel like nothing could kill him. So, yeah. And it, it's, it kind of reminds me of, like, those people that feel like, kind of like people who are, like, super religious, like, especially... Like, people who are into, like, uh, Christianity, where they feel like they really truly believe in nothing can kill them because they actually have God on their side, even though they don't realize, like, dude, anything can happen, dude. So you don't realize that. Yeah. Yeah, you're still human. You're not immortal. Anything can happen to you. You know what I mean? So something like that. That's that kind of vibes I got from Juke, kind of, you know? And it's ironic good, because... Good, 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 um, good um, thinking, because I actually didn't think that. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because that's what I got from Juke. I was like, yeah, he kind of reminds me of those people kind of like that. Like, yeah, I'd be like, oh, nothing can kill me because I got... Because I conquered death before, I can conquer it again. Or predators don't, don't, would not kill me because, again, or something like that. Because to them, are not their prey or whatever. You know, something like yeah. that. I don't know what, I don't know what kind of complex you call it, but, but you, you know, I know what I mean. I know which kind of complex it is, but I just forgot the, what, what's it called? Yeah, I, I don't know what's the term, I don't know what's it called, but you know what I mean. Um, but ironically, remember he, but sadly, he got eaten. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he, he died from that, you know, which is ironic. But, um, anyway. Cut back to uh to their whole planning and, and everything and stuff and then um and then um what was it and then that's when they got the idea of setting up those uh those weird balloon like I don't know what you call them but those weird air mascot figure thingies that look like they're dancing those balloon people whatever you call them they look like they're dancing but they're not they're just like like you know the people use it for car sales inflatable balloons yeah inflatable people figures whatever you call them because remember. It, it would only attract to anything that has eyes or something that can look up to it. Because remember, those things have eyes, so it makes sense why you would it would grab them, right? So that's what they had this idea of planning to plant those balloon figure things in the field and stuff like that. They got the they get ready to like have the cameras ready, get the horses ready as well. You know, get like on which direction should the cameras be set on? And then they have their they have a whole montage of them planning out their whole thing get their gear ready and everything. So it's like, okay, okay, awesome. They're getting ready. This is like, you know, this is the third act, you know, and, um, and, and Antler's, and Antler's holes. And again, it makes sense why he believes, quick to believe it. Cause remember what, cause remember, Amber was trying to tell him something. He was trying to tell him that, bro, we discovered something big. And remember how at first he was kind of like, eh, whatever. But then 
once he hears about the stuff that's going on in that area, he's like, all right, I'm in. I, I want to see what you guys have been talking about and also help you guys capture this on camera. And I like how there was that funny moment where when Angel was talking about how, like, how, like, Emerald and um, and him were, like, were hiding together or hiding and we're doing the smart thing by hiding under the house at all times never getting out. And remember how they fist bump each other? No. Like, like, yeah, we survived that night. Like, like it was scary, but, hey, we did it. We survived that night. I was like, heck, yeah. And, again, I like that because, again, they're getting along. They're homies and everything. Yeah, but, yeah, it was... It was it was cool, and then they decided to nickname the creature Jean Jacket, and it's like, which is funny because the name Jean Jacket was the name of Emerald Horse. horse. So that's why they got the name to give him um, the UFO creature uh, um, Jean Jacket, and so that's why they decided to call it Jean Jacket. And you know they got their stuff ready, they're getting together, all that kind of stuff. There was one scene that like did have me weirded out, and it was when. They were having during the dinner table and they were talking. They were having that serious talk, and the angel was talking about how like, like, but I I do want to believe that we'll get this done and we'll we'll, we'll accomplish our goal. But what if it goes wrong? What if we die? Like, what if this whole thing goes wrong? Mm-hmm. Like, what if it go wrong? Because I want to believe that we I want to believe that this will work. But what if it goes wrong? And then for some reason, Andrew's host had this whole weird cryptic saying about people. People, pe- pe- purple people eater. I didn't get what the heck. It, it lost me. Yeah, I was I, lost. I, okay, I understand if you if you want to like. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I guess you could say this kind of relates to the whole situation. What's happening? But I'm like, you lost me. Yeah, I was so com- yeah, I was a little confused Even in the though. Movie theater, I was like. <laughs> yeah, I was like. Purple eater, like people. purple people eater, or so, like so and so. I was like, okay, what the heck was that supposed to mean? Yeah. And like, I don't know what he was trying to say. I don't know what uh, he was unless to there's do. some analysis about that mm. scene, but that that would then I would probably understand it if there was an analysis a video about that. Mm. But I don't know. It lost me when I was watching this. Yeah, same. I was kind of like, oh, what? So it was just kind of like, okay, purple, pink. Wait, what? What? Like, it was like deep. It was like purple people eater or deep purple people eater. It was something like that. I don't know. I was like, what the heck? That's a lot of Peter Piker pickle Peter Piker pickle 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 peppers. You know, all that kind of stuff. So I don't know what he's trying to say. I'm pretty sure there's supposed to be meaning behind it. Yeah. I'm assuming, but I don't know. Maybe like, who knows? Like, Maybe there's an analysis about that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind watching it. But I was like, when I first watched that scene in the movie theater, I'm like, I, I'm, you lost me. Yeah, same here. I was like, I, I don't get what's going on, you know? So, uh, so yeah, yeah, so, so yeah, that happened. And then after that, that's when we get to the final big moment when they're getting ready. They all said they're getting ready to do their, to do their thing. I, I forgot to mention, uh, real quick that during, they were having that montage of, like, getting their gear ready and everything. Remember when, um, uh, when uh, I think like um, Hulk showed all the gear he had, the kind of like a special kind of camera that doesn't need any like plug in or whatever. It's like a it's like a wireless kind of camera in a way, or whatever. Like a, like an OG wireless camera that doesn't need like like any electricity or whatever. It just works by itself, you know. Mm-hmm. And that is when um, a really funny moment where uh, Emerald was like, I forgot. What she, I don't know what exactly the camera is called, but she was like going the full name of the camera, and she's like, "Let's go, boy, let's go." And they're like, <laughs> she's like. And emeralds and um and uh oh you're like high fighting each other and I was like dude I, I it was a cute moment I liked that I was like heck yeah like that was that was definitely a really cute sibling moment right there and, and everything so yeah I, I forgot to mention that that was a really cute moment but um but anyway 
Yeah, OJ is like over there, like it's in the middle of the area, seeing where the horse is at and everything. And everything. I mean, where the UFO is at. UFO is at while Emerald is like back in front of outside of the house. And um, I think Angel, Angel and Holzer have all the camera and equipment somewhere a few feet away from the, the from the house as well, like somewhere else, like a certain small hill or, or something. You know what I mean? Something like that. Um, and then that's when they have the, uh, again, they have the freaking, um, oh, good night, mom. Um, and that is when they have the, the thingy, the, 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 those, again, I don't know what you call them, but the freaking air, air inflated people, men, the, the, the inflatable dancing people, whatever, they had them on and stuff, you know, and which is basically, that's like a bait in a way, you know, so yeah. And then everything's all ready. Everything's all good. Everything was cool and chill. And then, um, and that is when, um, and basically that is when a random person came in and kind of interrupted the whole thing. And it was that in the trailer, it was a, that dude with the motorcycle and that silver, in that silver helmet. And he had like that scanner thingy, like some device he had. And I remember when I saw the trailer, I was very curious like who that guy was. I was like, oh, is he like, like the men in black? You know, like, or is it some sort of, like, mysterious character, or what? And then, <laughs> in this movie, it's revealed that that dude is a straight-up TMZ guy. He was just, he was just there to expose what's going on over there, and, and, and stuff. And then, he was questioning Emerald about what's happening and everything. He's like, wait, okay, who are you? What, what, what are you doing here? And he's like, and he was basically just talking to her, like, oh, I heard there's some weird activity going on here. Is that true or not? And that's when he got his camera out. Trying to film her and everything, talk about like, so tell me again, what exactly is happening here? What are you trying to hide? All that kind of stuff. That's when she's like, oh crap, TMZ guys. It's the TMZ. They're like, what? Like, she was telling them in the radio, it's the TMZ, it's a TMZ guy. And they were trying, and she was basically trying to tell him, dude, dude, get out of here. You do not want to be here. You have to get out of here. And he was like, I'm like, well, why should I not? I'm like, dude, it's a little dangerous. Please, it's very important. If you go in there, you're going to ruin everything. So please just get out. And he just come. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I'm good. I guess I'll see for myself. So he just had to ride his motorcycle all the way to the middle of the the whole area anyway. <laughs> it was so funny. So, because again, because the UFO, because while that was going on, the UFO was sort of, was already kind of, was slowly close, going by to the area. And then that is when he drove his motorcycle to the middle of the whole desert area. And then since the UFO or the creature or whatever is nearby, remember, the, the creature has the power to shut down all power, including vehicles. So because of the fact that he's riding a motorcycle, when he gets close by to the area, the motorcycle shuts down by itself and he he jumped out of the motorcycle and he's like, oh, he fell down. Oh my God, that one was so funny. And I was so happy because I was like, bro, that's what he gets. They tried to tell him to not intervene and he didn't care and he didn't listen to look what happened and you just hear him borrowing screaming because i'm assuming he broke a limb or something like that so like oh <laughs> he just screaming and everything and it's, it's so they funny hmm? they told him yeah they told him and then look what happened and that's when oj was like crap all right i gotta go help him they're like are you sure and i like how and i like how angel was kind of like well that's what kind of what he gets <laughs> he was like mm -hmm. well that's kind of what he gets but then angel i mean that's when oj was like crap okay i gotta i gotta somehow help him and, and stuff but without looking up because remember the ufo was like legit like because the creature was already close by and stuff and they're telling him like dude no don't bother just leave him there like like don't bother oj was oj was at least trying to help him out 
And that's when OJ got out of his horse, um, the horse Lucky, and that's when he was just trying to, like, kind of pick him up and basically tell the TMZ guy, bro, like, like, dude, just shut up, calm down, and I'll get you out of here. Like, just calm down. And he's like, but my camera, you got my camera. I need my camera. You need my, like, he keeps on saying this, like, dude, like, shut up. Like, dude, I, I'm trying to help you. Just shut up. And he's like, but I need my camera. You got to film it. Come on, man. It's like, dude, come on. And that is when the UFO was literally on top of them. And remember, the reason why he had to get out of there was because since he was wearing that reflective mirror-like helmet, that's going to make the, 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 the creature attract to the guy and eat him. So that's when Ojo was like, yeah, sorry, man. He literally just abandoned him. He was just kind of like, um, sorry, chief. <laughs> and he just loved the guy. Like, Wait, what are you doing? My camera. Uh, and he gets taken by the creature just kind of like, I didn't care. I was like, you know what? That guy got, he kind of had it coming, man. I, I, I'm like, because that guy was just being annoying. He was being a douche, too. I was like, you know what? Now screw that guy, man. OJ was like, bye. And he just went on the horse and just, and then rode away like with his horse, horse and everything. You know, and that is when, um, again, here's his chance to, to find a way to use the bait and, um, and get and and have and guide the UFO to their areas you can capture it on camera. Because remember, Hulse is, is is filming it with this camera thing. He's like filming it, filming an angels helping him reloading some of like reloading, reloading the camera and everything. And he's like filming it. And that is when OJ puts his hood on, because his hood, he put those red, those orange lights thingy, those red thingies. I don't know what you call them. I'm not sure they're lights, but you know what I mean. They're, that look like eyes. And I think that's the reason why he wore them, just to make it look like they were eyes so the UFO can chase them around. And that is when OJ was riding his horse, like heck of fast, and that's when the UFO was chasing around, and he's trying to dodge him and everything. And um, and it's getting distracted as well because all those inflated, inflatable people with eyes were kind of distracting as well. And this whole scene is really, really cool because it definitely gave a lot of Western vibes. Because mm -hmm. again, even though this film is obviously a sci-fi thriller with some horror elements, it's also considered a Western. You know what I mean? Because of, especially that one big moment, even the music, the music felt like a western. I like that. I was like, dude, this is really, really cool. Like, playing that adventure kind of western kind of music, and I like that. He's like riding his horse in there. He's dodging it and all that kind of stuff. It really, really well done scene, and, and the way it was shot, especially the wide shots and everything. It was, it was really, really cool. And I think there was that point where I, I forgot what OJ did, but OJ rode to a certain direction, and I guess it made uh, the UFO creature turned the other way and flew away. And they're like, yeah, heck yeah. And they were cheering because finally, yes, we got it on camera. So they're like, all right, awesome. We got it on camera. That's awesome. So they got it on camera and everything. They're like, ooh, yeah. And everyone's like, okay. Like that was close. Like, dang. Like, all right. And, and the host is like, oh, that's great. You know? And this is when I, this is my biggest nitpick. And this is when host grabbed the camera and he's like, Capture the impossible shots. What? Where did he got the impossible shots? Yeah, he already got it, but he's like, no, and and that's when he got up, took his camera. It's and funny went. because Anhead was like, Wait, "What are you doing?" Yeah, Angel was kind of like, "Bro, what are you doing?" He's like, "I gotta go up there what? and capture the impossible shot." And he just went up in the hill. We already got one. Yeah, he basically went up the hill to capture it closer because again, he's like, "Cause I'm an artist. This is for art." And it's like, I, and I kind of get what Jordan people trying to do. Like, I, I get. Maybe that's the whole point of the character, but it was still kind of weird, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm like, it's... it was still kind of weird, but 
But I okay, I, I feel like maybe they did that as well because they need to find a reason to make the conflict even more like to find more conflict to add to add more conflict to the situation, I guess, or something. I don't know. So that's why he went up in the hill, started filming, and I like how um, I like how when Angel was telling Emerald like, dude, he's 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 going up there doing something. I like how Emerald's like, bro, this dude. <laughs> she's like, she's like, are you serious? And then he went up there. Tell me, experiment. You're not supposed to look up. He knows you're not supposed to look up. And when the creature was on top of it, he looked up anyway and still filming it. But and he's like, ah, and he got taken. And I'm like, here's the thing. I'm assuming he felt like it doesn't matter if he dies as long as the camera gets saved and they capture it on camera, it'll be fine. But it's like, bro, but that camera's probably gonna be destroyed because he dropped it. So since he dropped it, it's probably gonna be broken and all that footage is gonna be gone. So it's like, what do you think he was gonna? It was gonna do. So yeah, he got eaten and everything. He was like, "Wait, what? <laughs> what the heck?" And that's what Angel was like, "Oh no!" And then um, I think what, what was it? And I and I think it tried and almost got Angel right because Angel was looking up, and it looked like I was scared because I thought it was gonna get Angel. I was like, "Oh no!" And it looked like it was trying to get Angel, but luckily it didn't because Angel got saved by like the blue blanket thingy, like the covering that covered his whole body, so he wouldn't so. It wouldn't look like he was actually looking up at the creature, so he fell down. So luckily, he didn't. It, 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 luckily, he didn't grab him, and 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 stuff. Luckily, he didn't grab it. And then I guess it started to move around. It, it started to move around a bit more, and I think it almost. I think it was heading towards where Emerald was at, and that's when Emerald started to hide, and she went to the shed. But it, and it destroyed the shed, and since Emerald got out of the way, luckily she didn't got away. She got picked up by the by the force but luckily she didn't get captured she just flew up out of the air and that's why she kind of like fell down kind of hurt her leg and i think the same thing kind of happened to oj and that's why oj was kind of limping because his leg because he got hit and everything mm -hmm. and there was also that, and then also angel almost got killed again because angel i don't know what he was trying to do he was trying to tie the thing the, the freaking mm -hmm. i think it was because he was trying to cover himself fully i think but i think the the reason why he he got taken anyway because remember the spot he was at, the inflatable people with the eyes was literally right next to it. And since it was laying down on the floor, it looked like he was looking up at the creature. So that's when Angel was like, oh, no, 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 no. And he was, it was, he was getting taken again. But this time, he was stuck by the wires, like the fence wire things. So luckily, he didn't get eaten. He was stuck on it. And that is when the creature went away again. And that's when he fell down. He was like, ah, oh, like that. Yeah, I'm so glad that he didn't die, though. Yeah, same here. I was like, bro, do not, do not kill my boy, Angel. No man, like no, don't kill him. We already, you already, we already got, we already lost holes. Do not kill Angel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's my people. <laughs> don't kill him. But um, but yeah, that's when later on, I think. Oh no, I forgot. Wait, what was it? Wait, 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 what was it? I think after that, and it, and it, that, and it, it was getting close to Emerald and OJ as well, and that is when the creature starts to transform and show its true self. You know what I mean? And that's when I was like, what? And it blew my mind because I was like, that's what it looks like? Yeah, because I was like, what's going on in the background? Like, mm -hmm. I was like, what is that? Yeah. Because we, it was mostly focusing on, like, Amber trying to escape mm -hmm. that area. And I was like... Uh, emerald. E emerald. Like, yeah. I'm sorry. That's fine. Emerald. Uh, was trying to escape from the area, and I saw it transforming. It looked like a freaking balloon. And yeah, because remember, like, Emma was limping and everything and stuff. So yeah, but you're right. It did look like a balloon in in a way, like an air balloon or something. Because the way it was transforming, the skin looks like 
again, it looks like that balloon kind of material because the way it's flow. Well, not just balloon, but like it kind of has that uh, like a like a what do you call it? You know, in boats, like the ships. What do you call it? sails? Is that what you call it? Current, uh, current. No, um. The 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 thingy majigis. I know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the the, the sails, right? Is that what you call the them? Sails. Or the current, the curtain sail? I I'm sorry, I'm, people. I'm not. I am stupid. I am so I'm sorry. I'm not a boat expert. Um um, but that's that's kind of what it looks like. Yeah. Sort of like the skin and the like it was transforming and it was like what the heck and it blew my mind because it looks really weird but also unique. Like it's very very like when I say alien, it definitely looked very alien because it looks very weird like. It's hard to describe what it is. And it looks like a something like a like a something from that a fi certain fish that belongs in the deep ocean. Like yeah, yeah. Because I remember again, we heard a theory that Isha told us that, that she heard that some people made a theory that what if it's not an alien? What if it's a creature from the un like deep underwater and it mm. just happens to fly around the air as well? Yeah. You know, something like that. I don't like they look like a stingray jellyfish like alien creature, mm -hmm. but big. You know what I'm saying? So that's transforming, and then Emerald was limping and trying to get to the motorcycle, and then she noticed that, I think OJ, because that's when OJ had an idea to try to find out to distract it somehow. So that's when OJ went top of the horse, and then he was getting ready to have it distracted, but then Emerald, we see Emerald like, no, no, come on, come on, no, 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 don't, don't, I'm over here, I'm over here, but then OJ was like, nah, dude, no, I, it's okay, like, you go, you go on the motorcycle, I got this, and then. That's when we get like that really emotional moment where Emerald was like, she's kind of crying, screaming at it, like, come on, come on. Like, I think she's trying to, she, she's trying to distract the creature to get to her. Because remember, she doesn't want to eat Oji, but Oji was like, no, 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 you get in the bike. Like, I, I got you. You, you, you know what I mean? Like, you go on the bike, like, I'll catch up and stuff like that. You know, like, like at least giving that kind of look like, I got you. It's okay. And she's like, come on. And then, and you, you feel for her because you're like, bro, because. And you and, and like that scene is definitely kind of emotional because remember they they lost a dad and she doesn't want to lose another yeah she doesn't lose her yeah, brother she's like that's like the only family member family member that she has yeah exactly so like she's crying like no dude no no but then there was a moment I like that moment together where before they separated um, from far away OJ did that whole remember the the pointing the finger look thingy yeah. the finger look where he's like I I see you and she did the whole I see you thingy. Like, I, I like that. That was really cool. It was like a callback to... It's definitely a callback to... Um, it's definitely a callback to that flashback where... Remember when she was talking about the story about the jean jacket and about her horse? And remember how she was looking through the window and young OJ looked, out, looked top of the window at um, Emerald and he did that finger thing like, I see mm. you, or like I'm watching you and that yeah. kind of thing. And yeah, it's a callback to that. But they actually something to do throughout the movie as well. Like, they do that sometimes too. Like, there's moments where like, they, they'll do something and he'd be like, Doing that and she do that too, mm -hmm. you know. Or like when they say goodbye to each other, they're like, "All right, like I I'll see you later." You know what I mean? So I like that he was like, you know, I see you and everything. And and then remember, he needs to get the creature away from her because remember the power is still the power on the Marshall was still kind of off. So it would work again if it was far away from her. So that's what OJ was trying to do. And so Emerald, she, she's in the moment where she's like, "Crap!" Like, oh, fine. Like, okay, like. Like she's hoping he doesn't get eaten or die, but you know they got they got they got they got a job to do. So when the motorcycle was working, that's when she was riding a motorcycle. She was she was going heck of fast. She was ghost riding the whip. She's like going full speed. Yeah, and it was scary. But for but when we when we saw that last shot with OJ, like 
when the alien was in front of him, I was kind of scared because I was like, oh, don't tell me he was already, he's about to eat him. Because remember, remember, because remember, uh, the creature has this weird, I think it's a mouth. The creature would sometimes spit out or have this weird extended long thing he comes out from its mouth. Or something, it's like a, again, it's like a weird, it looks like, again, it looks like a weird balloon thingy, majinky, or like mm-hmm. some flag, or something, it looks really weird, it's like, like, it extends slowly towards, at OJ, so I think that's was like the mouth, or something, and that's the last thing we saw of OJ, at least before we get to the final, final scene, you know, so you're just kind of like, bro, you hope, like, you, you hope he's not dead, you know what I mean, so that is when, Emerald was going to the motorcycle and everything, and then, and then, and then when she gets to the carnival, that's when she did the whole um, the Akira, the mm-hmm. Akira reference where the motorcycle slide. I was like, dude, I thought it was cool, cool that they did that. Um, fun fact, um, I'm pretty sure I already told you this, uh, mm-hmm. but for those of you who don't know, I think the reason why um, uh, Jordan Peele did that was because, long story short, a while ago. They, they they announced like a few years ago that they want to try to do a um, a live action Akira movie. I'm not even sure if, if it's even happening anymore. But they offered Jordan Peele to do it, but then Jordan Peele said like he turned it down because he was like I kind of want to do original contact to be honest with you. I just want to do I want to do original film. I don't want to do adaptation. So eh, like I'm good. But I think that's why he did that. Like hey, but like hey, look, I made a reference. You know what I'm saying? So um, yeah, he did that, and that's when she had this idea that since she noticed that the creature was. Is sort of like above in the sky, or at least it's close by. So that's when she had the idea of like releasing the air balloon mascot of Jupe, like that Jupe mascot balloon figure. Mm-hmm. Cause she looked at it and that's when she got the idea. Of like, cause remember, OJ mentioned that the only thing it spits out is the is objects, like anything that's not flesh or li- a living flesh creature or or human, whatever. It spits out objects. Because remember, it, the reason it spits out because it messes up their inside, so that's why they split it out. Oh, okay. Because of that, that's when Emerald got the idea, like, okay, I need to release that thing up so maybe it'll choke on it. You know what I mean? So that's when she went to the wires and she cut off the wires and then let the uh, and let the uh, air balloon thing float in the air. Because remember, it has eyes. Remember, it's a mascot of Jupe. Mm-hmm. And it has eyes, so it, once the creature looks at it, it's going to grab it. You know? And that is when, while that's going on, that's when um, Emerald had the idea of using because in the carnival there's that whale that water whale thingy that's like a camera it has a camera it's like a camera thingy like takes pictures so that's why remember they can't film it I'm pretty sure the footage is probably destroyed now mm-hmm. or lost because of the fact that the spot where Angel was at it got blown away yeah you know and, what I'm that, and also the guy unnecessarily that guy I forgot what to call it um, 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 Antler's Holst he necessarily just went out of his way just this Film it himself. Yeah, and, and I'm like, even though we did all this stuff. Yeah. And the the photos were right there, and the vid can't, and the footage was right there. So mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, she can do that too. Yeah, and we we do see Angel, but Angel was still in the same spot, like looking like, oh, like the thingy, the creature's going over there, and that's kind of like the last we saw of Angel. Standing um, up. Or standing up. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's fine. Um, okay. There you go. Shake it up. Yeah. Shake it off. There but you I go. Sit- too. I want to sit down for too long. I just I need to get out. No, no, no I get you. I get you. Um, <laughs> no. um, but then that's when she's like, okay, if once it gets, she sees in the sky, that's when she's gonna do her thing and take get take a picture of it. No, no, um, no fan. Do you want a fan? If you want to. Well, what? Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can put, I don't think it's gonna make a lot, a lot of noise. Okay. Yeah. I hope it doesn't. 
know. Let me turn it to two. Okay, yeah, just turn it to two. All right, there you go. Thank you. So, because remember, the way to take a picture, she had to turn the turn. She had to put the quarter in and turn the switch, mm-hmm. and that's when it takes that picture. And she was, and she keeps, and she's putting. Because remember, there was a whole pile. There was a the whole ground was covered in quarters. Because remember, there was quarters inside the machine, and mm-hmm. but since the UFO earlier in the film, the creature in the film blown the whole place away. That's probably the reason why there was quarters all over the place. Mm-hmm. So she constantly put a bunch of quarters in the machine to take a picture, and she's constantly taking pictures so she can find the right shot. She can finally take a picture of the, of the shot once the uh, creature gets in the way. Mm-hmm. And then you see the creature slowly, slowly sees the, the balloon thingy, and that's when it goes up to it slowly and slowly. And, you're, and it's, it's, it's intense. Because I was wondering, like, does the, is the alien going to know if it's worth eating or not? Because mm-hmm. remember, this is an legit alien. Sometimes, sometimes aliens, when it comes to movies, they're a lot smarter than we think. True, Sometimes. you're you're not wrong, but remember, this is the same creature that was literally eating anything that has eyes. That's true. Remember, and remember, they sit them out. You you know what I'm saying? So even though it's probably kind of smart, yeah, it yeah, you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, it doesn't know what is human or not. As long as it's something that's look that looks like looking at it, mm-hmm. it'll eat it. You know what I mean? As long as it's not flesh or human, it will spit it out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, but hey, but you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Mm-hmm. And she's constantly taking pictures. She's like, come on. And it's, it's intense because you're rooting for her to capture it. Because you're like, is she going to capture it on camera or not? She's like, come on. You know, cha, cha, cha. Like, she's pulling the switch. And then once the creature gets close and about to um, eat it, that's when she did the final picture. And bam. Finally takes a picture of it. It, it, it. She got the shot. The impossible shot, whatever. And the creature eats it. And once he eats the balloon thingy, it went it, it went into UFO mode, like turning into like a UFO kind of mode. And that's when we see the balloon stuck inside his in- insides, and he couldn't eat it, and it was choking up that it popped. So the creature basically dies, and it popped. And that's when we see Emerald like, yeah, yeah, she's like, yeah. And I like how she said, I like how, bro, I love that dog. She's like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. She's like, no one fucks with Hayward, no one. And I was like, heck yeah. Hey. And she's and you're like rooting for her, but she's crying too because remember they went through so much, and you don't blame her crying because again they went through so much that she's like, yes, finally, like yes, and so but you can also say she's kind of crying because remember she doesn't even know if OG's out there, you know, and then after that that's when we got the cops coming in and the news reporters and the cops coming like like trying to figure out what happened or whatever, and while that happened. That's when Emerald looks to a certain direction, and that's when she's kind of crying but kind of smiling. And that's when we get the final shot of OJ on top of Lucky in the dust, like in the dust kind of cloud, or whatever. Like the dust is standing there, like posing that really nice final shot. And we hear like the Western music, mm-hmm. like the, the West, Western cowboy kind of music. And again, I love that they did that because again, it gives that Western kind of vibes, you know? So I really like that. And that was basically just the final shot. And it's revealed. That OJ, it's revealed that like, um, and it's revealed in the end that OJ ended up surviving, or did he? Yeah. So before we get to our final thoughts and, and, and everything, I do want to talk about at least some of our interpretations and at least some of our interpretations and also some of our like, again, because of the themes and the message and also maybe, maybe drop a theory here and there or maybe one theory, you know, um. So the reason why I said um, OJ, the reason why I said 
uh, oh, uh, the reason why I said that, that OJ is revealing the end to be alive or is he mm-hmm. is because of the fact that there's a theory going around saying that people are saying that nah, he's probably dead and that's like his kind of his ghost. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like Emerald's, that's like OJ's final goodbye to Emerald doing that one shot, which is like, I can kind of see that. Like, even though I do want to believe he's alive, there is maybe a small chance of maybe he is dead. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe he didn't make it. That's like his ghost telling him like, Telling her, like, hey, you did it. Like, awesome. You did it. Like, and be like, well, this is goodbye. You know what I mean? Something like that, you know. But I can definitely see, I can kind of, I can definitely see why people think that, yeah, I, he's probably dead and stuff, you know. But part of me still wants us to believe he's alive, man. Because, nah, because it's like, dude, no, no. Because I love OJ. Because OJ was a cool character. I really did like him. Because remember, OJ was pretty smart. You know what I'm saying? It was, it was because of him they planned this whole thing out. You, you know what I mean? It was, mm-hmm. so half of the stuff was his idea. And the gearing up everything. So, yeah, man. Just, yeah, I hope he's not dead. But, not gonna lie, yeah. Like, that that moment right there. Like, if it if it's true that he's dead, then that would make that one final scene even more emotional. Mm-hmm. And so, because now it shows that, yeah, maybe Emerald is all alone now. I mean, besides Angel. Well, at least she has Angel, who's like her homie. You know, so she got the homie now, you know. So, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like, so, yeah. That's like, that's like one theory that, that, that I've heard. Or at least... That we kind of have that. Well, what if he's kind of dead and stuff like that? But no, I, I hope that's not true. But um, even though we kind of already talked about what we think the message is, but I, I kind of want to talk about. I want to bring it up at least for this segment because just elaborate, expand on it. You know. So like the biggest, like one of the, I think there's like two messages going on. One I kind of figured out my ourselves, but also there's one I heard that someone said like what they think the whole message of the film as well. And I was like, oh, I didn't think of that, you know? And that is how, um, so it's about spectacle, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's about spectacle and how everyone's always all about televising spectacle, always wanted to like televise it, film it, everything, capture it on camera and everything, all, all that kind of stuff. Or at least filming or televising disasters, tragedy, like horrific situations to the point where it becomes very exploitive. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? And I can kind of see what Jordan people was trying to do there and stuff. And an example I could think of is like, think of like all the videos we saw during 2020 that were unfortunately like that involved like the, like the police brutality like yeah. videos. Like for example, uh, the very the very sad and horrific horrific video of the death of George Floyd. How mm-hmm. how there were certain people that weren't really helping the situation because all they were doing was just televising. The crap out of that video to the point where it felt very low-key exploitive you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like in one way it was helpful that they spread this video around the world because this just exposed the harsh reality and truth of what the police have been doing for mm-hmm. years like that's a good thing but it gets to a point where it's like are you really helping or are you just explaining the situation you know what i mean like something like that like that's kind of like i'm just using that as, as kind of an example you, you know what mm-hmm. i mean so um um, because I remember people said they had a problem, because I remember when that whole thing was going on during that time, and so I remember some people said they were getting annoyed because they felt like certain people that were posting those videos weren't exactly really helping. It was just, again, they weren't exactly helping, helping. They were just mostly just spreading the viral video around left and right, and but without even, like, actually, you know what I mean? But and just instead of helping, all they were doing just it's televising the crap out of the whole situation. You know what I mean? You know, something like that. Or just other situations. You know, like, because in the film, they kept, they kept saying, um, because in the film, they kept using terms like Oprah shot, the Oprah shot. We need to capture the Oprah shot. I didn't, I wasn't sure what they meant by Oprah shot, 
what, what they meant by that. But then I remember I watched Double Toasted. And Double Toasted, I remember uh, Chris Harmon from Double Toasted mentioned a very interesting take. Saying that I think the reason why... He said something about... He thinks the reason why they can't mention the Oprah shot was because he felt like the... Them saying the Oprah shot and also the chimpanzee had a connection with Oprah with an episode of Oprah where apparently... I did not know this, but there was an episode of Oprah where Oprah was interviewing this girl who's a legit victim of a chimpanzee attack to the point her face did get disfigured. And there was a point in the episode where Oprah was making this whole big deal about her face being disfigured and presenting it to the world, presenting it to the audience, and how she was kind of pre- sort of semi-pressuring the woman to reveal her face and everything, like making sure she actually shows it and everybody see it. To the, and then to the point where Chris Herman was talking about how it kind of felt low-key exploitive in a way yeah. and everything. And, and, that, and when, I, when he said that, I was like, I did not think of that. So it's like, maybe that's what Jordan Peele was trying to do. I don't know. Like maybe it's or maybe it's a coincidence and stuff, but still, but it felt very. But that sounded interesting. Like I did not think of that. I was like, okay, that that's okay. That sounds interesting. That sounds very. That sounds very very interesting. And again, it calls back to what Jupe was trying to say earlier about how everybody about how the whole Gordy attack was so crazy that like I remember everybody again to the point where everybody kept talking about it. Everybody kept televising it, and to the point where it felt exploitive because remember he said about. So again, like I said earlier, Saturday Night Live made a whole skit about it. You know, so it's just kind of like, what the heck? Why would you make a skit about that whole tragedy, that whole attack? You, you know what I mean? So, so yeah, so I'm like, I, 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 I can kind of see what Jordan Peele was trying to do there. And so about how everybody, or like how, or like how something crazy would happen and instead of you actually helping, helping fix the situation, you just stand there and film it. You know what I'm saying? That's what a lot of people kind of do a lot of the times. You know what I'm saying? And it makes sense why in the film, like, for example, that scene when when um, OJ thought there was an alien. And instead of instead of actually running away, doing the smart thing running away, he just kind of walked backwards and just tried to film it instead. And it's like, bro, yeah, like, like, you understand why he wants to film, but at the same time, it's like, but wouldn't you do the smart thing and just run away? Yeah. And maybe from far away, film it from far away instead? Is this worth it? This worth it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Um, same thing with freaking, <laughs> with Holston. When he climbed up the hill, he was like, I need to get the impossible shot. And then, you know what I'm saying? He was so into this, having this capture on camera, like, he didn't... Possible shot? Like yeah, that. like, he... I'm not sure. I want to say forgetting is the right word, because maybe he did it on purpose. I don't know. Maybe he didn't care if he ate, and he just, as long as he get the final possible shot, he'll, he'll, he'll do it. You know what I mean? Like, something like that, you know? Uh, but, um... But, yeah, I, I stuff like that, I get what he was... I, I kind of get what he was trying to say, but um, I also heard interpretation that uh, uh, this YouTuber that me you we are low key low key a fan of that we watched for a while, and that is uh, Ralph the Movie Maker. Mm-hmm. I saw his review about this movie, and his take or his interpretation of the film is very interesting too. And I didn't think about that. His interpretation, or at least his ter- interpretation of some parts of the film, was that he was saying that he felt like the film also was probably trying to say something about. How Hollywood or people is how the mistreatment of kids and animals in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, I'm like I can kind of see that, like from Gordy to how maybe how the staff in the people in the TV business were treating Gordy since Gordy is a chimpanzee mm-hmm. to how the TV set people were treating the horse in the beginning of the scene." So I was like, "Okay, like." All right, like, yeah, I can kind of see that too. Or how is it the mistreatment of children with, again, with Jew when he was a kid 
and everything. Because what if Jupe never got help? You know what I'm saying? Maybe that's why Jupe never healed. God, remember he yeah. maybe never healed because remember they probably never got him the help he needed. Mm-hmm. And it is kind of like, oh, okay, he's fine. Well, he didn't get attacked, so that's fine. But still, it's like, but it, you know what I mean? Because they never really said if he got help or not. But like, what if he probably never did? You know what I'm saying? So I could see that as like the mistreatment of like kid stars or, or something like that. But or you, you know what I mean? Like something like that. Uh, or or maybe his childhood was probably not good at all. And stuff like because he's a, remember it, it is very common for a lot of kids starts for not having really good childhood yeah. because of the because maybe because of the entertainment business of how or the TV entertainment business of how sometimes how sketchy and pretty chaotic how about sketchy it can be especially towards mm-hmm. children you know what I mean and um, yeah and 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 it was and Ju was a very interesting character even though he's a cool character he's very interesting though because you could tell that the. The whole reason why Juke did this whole thing was because he wanted to be relevant again. He wanted to be famous again. Because remember, yeah. he's a former kid star that's not really as relevant as he was before. That's why he kept all those stuff in his office, in his room. Like, in one way, sure, he kept it as like a, oh yeah, this is, my, this is just memories. Like, yeah, this is my stuff that I did before. But also, maybe it's because, again, he's still trying to, ca- he wants to capture that fame and relevance again. So maybe that's why he's trying really hard to create this. Remember, he wanted to make this big, big event. Of using this alien to make him famous again. You know what I mean? But look look what happened. You know what I'm saying? So so uh um so yeah, there's that. And um yeah, uh, is there anything else? Is it um is there something you want to say? Like did, did was there anything you interpreted from the film? Like No, that's pretty much it. Are you sure? Yeah, that's pretty much it. Like you you agree with me? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, okay. I, I was just curious if you had like a different interpretation. No, that's pretty much it. Um this is also something I didn't realize, and I think you agree on this. What's that? Because we talked about this uh, before we did the episode. And when I, I was going on TikTok, and I remember somebody made a connection with the alien creature to bib- biblical accurate angels. Mm. And when I saw that, I was like, dude, that is right. And then when I figured that, when I found that out, I thought of Evangelion. Because remember how in Neon Genesis Evangelion, they're... The angels, they're aliens, but there's a reason why they label them as angels. Because remember, in the Bible, angels are not like... The, the top-tier powerful angels aren't exactly just regular human people with wings. No, they're literally just like really weird, creepy... <laughs> Bless you. It's something that you don't want to approach to. <laughs> it's like that. I'm sorry, I sneeze. It's okay. You're like, it's something you don't want to approach <laughs> Sorry, I sneezed. No, 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 that was funny. That was funny. Okay. Um, uh, you get what I mean. No, no, no. Yeah, no, I get, me, I get what you mean. You're right. Yeah, because in the Bible, yeah, the top tier powerful... Because there's like... Apparently in the Bible, there's like different rankings of, of angels. Like the low rank angels are like the human people with wings. That's it. The the top tier... Top ranking of an angel are like those weird, creepy looking angels that are like literally just a bunch of eyeballs with wings. Or like... They're literally just like a circular little... They're literally just a com- a three rings. Like, they're like three wheel-looking we- rings with a bunch of eyeballs and wings. Uh, uh, uh. Okay. <laughs> Three-looking wheels with eyeballs and just wings. Just, just very obscure, creepy-looking thingies. Like, very alien. You know? And I think... And that's a very interesting interpretation. And I feel like maybe that's what Jordan Peele is doing. And maybe that's why the movie opened up with that... With that. I, think, I think it's a Bible verse, is it? Is it a Bible? Was it a Bible verse? The Bible... Hmm? Okay. Okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm about to sneeze right now. Oh, okay. So. Sneeze. You got I'm this. Sorry, guys. Um. Yeah, I think it went away. Okay. Um. 
So, like, in, in, <laughs> sorry, sorry, you sure guys. you're okay? I'm sorry, guys. No, it's okay. It's okay. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. All right, all right. Just making sure. Um, but, like, you know how the movie starts off with that Bible verse? Was that from the Bible? That The whole Bible verse? I, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't I didn't remember what it said. Okay. If, uh, I, rem- if I saw, I remember what it says, then, yeah, I could mm-hmm. definitely research that. Okay. Because when I saw that, I was kind of like, maybe that's why he opened up with that Bible verse. Because maybe it's, again... Like, again, maybe, like, this alien's probably not even... It is an alien, but in, in some ways, in a metaphor kind of way, what if it's an angel as well? Mm, that's interesting. An angel that eats people. <laughs> but, like, again, it made me think of Evangelion, because in Evangelion, that's what the angels look like. They look like very alien, very weird, obscure-looking creatures. That's a good comparison. Yeah, yeah, you see what, yeah. Yeah, you see what I mean? Because when I saw that, I was like, it looks like a squid-looking... Like fit, like a squid looking uh, jellyfish creature from the deep sea, but it also looks something very familiar. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know what. Mm-hmm. I was distracted by this whole crazy stuff that happened. Yeah, but good thing you interpret that. No, well, I found that through a TikTok. That's how I, that's how I realized that it was from a TikTok I saw, and I was like, oh, that's what I mean. Realize, like, oh, so yeah. What if it, it in a way it's an angel as well? You know what I mean? So, so yeah, yeah. It was a that was a very interesting. Thing I realized, I was like, yeah, maybe that's what Jordan Peele was trying to do, you know? Um, but yeah, I'm trying to think of some other takes, interpretations I can take of, I can bring up. Um, yeah, um, I think that's, I think, that, I think that's kind of it. Um, yeah, I, 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 think, I think that's pretty much it. So, our final thoughts. Um, overall, dude, really solid movie. I think it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, even though there's been a lot of mixed reactions about this film, a lot of people are very eh about it, people loved it. Me, I, I actually mostly kind of love it. I loved it. Yeah. I've honestly noticed, like, scrolling down YouTube, a lot of people don't like this movie. Yeah, because... people don't. They say it was a mess, it was a disaster, and I was like... Really? Yeah, yeah, because I'm like, what movie did you... it's a pretty good movie. Yeah, because I'm like, what movie did you guys saw? Because what, what, what we saw, we thought it was pretty solid. Yeah. It was not that bad, I, like... I, I just think that they thought that this was going to be like a, like a very, like, something similar to Us mm-hmm. or Get Out. Mostly Get Out, because a lot, because there's people also are very mixed about Us, most, too. Mostly Get Out. And yeah. I'm like, well, I, I, this was just, like, uh, his own thing. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, um, Get Out. Yeah, because again, I, okay, and I'm pretty sure, I, I, I don't know if I said this earlier, but, uh, uh but... You know, yeah, yeah, I said this earlier, but I'll, I'll say it again. Like, remember, people, not every movie he's gonna make is gonna be just like Get Out. Yeah. And that's the one thing again I respect about Jordan Peele that every single movie he makes, again, it's gonna be pretty different. You know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be the same thing over and over again. You know. And I did like how this film was just mostly, even though there was some deep stuff going on at the end of the day, it is a sci-fi. It's a sci-fi thriller with some horror elements and a western. You know what I'm saying? And it's actually really cool to watch. You know, you know what I mean? Not a lie. The trailer fooled me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I see what he did there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It's, it's, a, it's a really good film. I, you loved... At least for me, I really liked all the characters in general. Mm-hmm. I, I like the main cast. I love the fact that most of the cast are... Like, when I say diverse cast, it's definitely diverse cast. You know, you know what I'm saying? I, and I like that. I like that Jordan Peele did that. You know? Um... I, I, music was again music was great the way the film looked it was amazing and I like the plot too mm-hmm. and the message and the theme again I really did like what George people was trying to do mm-hmm. could have been delivered in a better way sure it, it, it could have been because I know to some people they said that 
they felt like he kind of contradicted itself when it comes to messaging. But it doesn't make me hate the film. I yeah, know. I still like it. I don't think it's horrible. I think it was fine. It was still pretty good. Like, mm-hmm. I, I actually do kind of love it. I yeah. love it. Not gonna lie. I gonna lie. Before watching the movie, mm-hmm. no, actually, this was like days before you you went to see the movie first. Mm-hmm. And I, I admit, I was not too excited about it because I'm like, I, I don't want to waste money on just um, going to the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Because after watching the Love and Thunder mm-hmm. experience, I, lie, I was like, no, I don't want to watch another movie. Mm-hmm. And also, you came back and you were like, no, trust me, the movie, you have to watch it. And I'm like, okay. As well. mm-hmm. And you mentioned something about the beginning scene, like mm-hmm. it's going to freak you out. But I'm like, oh, no. Yeah. And then and the dude was like. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I told you. Like, I had it's... to hold your arm. I was like. <sighs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, you're holding my arm. That was funny. Yeah, that, was funny. that doesn't happen most of the time. That yeah. doesn't happen. I'm like. Mm-mm. Yeah. Because, again, that movie, the movie's pretty, pretty scary at some parts, you know. But, yeah, the overall, again, this movie. Really solid. I really did think Joy yeah. made another good movie. I'm glad I stuff. watched it. Yeah, same here. I'm really glad. I'm glad I watched it twice. That's how I liked it. That I want to watch it twice with you guys. You know, the, for the second time. You know. So yeah, man. Um. So my final rating, I I, I gave it a um. I give it a um. I give it a nine point one out of no no. I give it an eight point nine out of ten. Hmm. I get an eight out of ten. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Cool. Awesome. Because even though I loved it, there, again, there are small nitpicks here and there. Yeah. Like, there's some things I think Jeremy could better. But that doesn't mean, like, all oh, the movie's like, oh, yeah. it's just okay, I guess. Like, no. a lot of, because a lot of people seem mixed about it. Some people say it's great. Mm. But mostly, I keep hearing that this was a disaster or yeah. a mess. But I'm like, uh, okay. Yeah, I, again, overall, I, I, I loved it. I kind of loved yeah. it. Not gonna lie. So, yeah, man. I, and I'm, I don't mind watching this movie the third Like I might probably get this movie on Blu-ray when it comes out Blu-ray. Nice. Or something like that, you know? So, yeah, overall, like, again, great movie. I highly recommend this movie to people. Like, people, even though there's people out there that probably hear mixed reactions about this film, I'm feeling a bit like, oh, I don't know if I should watch it. No, go watch it. Like, trust us. It's a pretty good movie. Like, go, go, go watch it. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that's our rating. And, yeah. Um, and that is that. Hope you guys enjoyed our review. Um, uh, we hope that we, we hope we get to talk to you guys again soon and stuff. And, uh, yeah, hope you guys had fun listening to us. So, uh, that, um, that's great. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is there anything you have to say? No, no, no. You I, sure? Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Okay. Um, uh, I am Flacco and this is my guest Marla and, uh, we're here to say bye and see you next time. You gonna say bye? Yeah, okay, bye. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> bye bye.